Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. How's it going? Good. Um, we can't say we can't say we hope you enjoyed your Fourth of July yet because today is July third, right? When we were recording this, but you will be listening to this on the seventh. Okay. So we hope you had a good Fourth of July. I hope it went well. What did you do on the fourth? Or what do you predict that you're going to do on the fourth? I predict I'm going to go to Al Madrigal's house. Oh, is he having a thing? Having a thing. Okay, that'll be mellow. you can see the Rose Bowl fireworks from his place. Oh, that's good. So I'm hoping that'll be good. Because that falls in line with what you normally like to do, which is sit in a home. Yep. And not really interact with uh, a lot of people in public. Well, not like a large public group of people. Yeah. Although I've gone to Disneyland on the 4th and it was great. That's the only exception for you, I think. Yeah. Is Disneyland is the only public place with a lot of people yeah. where you're like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm going. That's where I'll, I've done many public holidays there. Halloween I've done there, 4th of July, and New Year's Eve. You've also been known to go to Disneyland alone. I did once. Or just once. It was a bummer. Yeah, it kind of seems like... I've seen people alone. I didn't go on rides. I just kind of walked around. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It seems like it would. It could either be like cool for like an hour, but after an hour, you're like, "This it is was a bummer." Not cool. It yeah. was. I didn't. I wasn't like, "Oh, this sucks." Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. You couldn't have the normal experience you normally have there. Right. But Fourth July is great because the fireworks display is oppressive. It is shocking. Even more than their normal because their normal Way more. one. It's probably twice as long, and like. Like, the, the finale goes on for, like, minutes. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> they're regular just, fireworks shows. Yeah, the regular crazy. fireworks display costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, and they do it nightly. Yeah, but the 4th of <laughs> July one is just a war... It's just an apocalyptic yeah. war simulation. Yeah. It's great. Which is great. It is great. It lights up this... The leftover smoke is shocking looking. Um... Yeah, especially from the freeway where you're like, oh, Anaheim's on fire. And yeah. you're like, oh, no, there's just yeah. a fireworks show. Disneyland. Yeah. Um, all right, we're in the month of July. Uh, if you live in L.A., come see me at the Meltdown on July 8th. Best show in Los Angeles. Um, the Oh, the end of July, before I forget, because I forgot last time. The new material night I do at the Comedy Store. That is Wednesday, July 29th at 8 p.m., It'll be me and a lineup to be determined fully, but I know, Kevin, you're doing it. I'm going to be on it. Uh, um, my friend Melanie Vesey is going to do a short set at the beginning, Okay. Um, and then the rest is still... It's mostly there, but I don't want to announce it until I have it complete. Um, and then Lexington, Kentucky, July 17th through 19th, Las Vegas, Nevada, July 21st through the 26th, and then at the uh, Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club in San Antonio, Texas. July 31st through August 2nd. Um, also, Comedy War at Denver. Uh, I'll be at the Comedy Works September 3rd through 5th. Uh, I know these are far out there, but whatever. Uh, October 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Crackers in Indianapolis. More details about that to come when I have it. I'll post that on, on my website. Uh, Halloween weekend, San Francisco, California, at the uh, San Francisco Punchline. Andy Haynes and I, very funny comic, super cool dude. We're co-headlining the San Francisco Punchline together. Um, so yeah, and then more as they come, all on NickYusef.com. Um, t-shirts, if you've gotten them, we love you. They're still available, three colors now. Yeah, they're super cool. Yeah. Uh, and the, is the original color still available or yes. no? It is. All three colors are available. Wouldn't... Oh, wait. 
Red. Oh, yeah. Red. Red. White. Blue on white. Red on white. White on black. Right. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Get those. They're 20 bucks. Free shipping. Domestic. Yeah. So, if you live in Europe or Australia or wherever. And if you get one, please take a picture of yourself wearing it. Totally. We will repost that on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that's you supporting our podcast. And I'm followed by celebs. So, they'll see it. Yeah. So, you're going to want to do that. Yeah, and then they'll like it, and then they'll hang out with you and become your best friend. That's how you make friends who <laughs> yeah. are celebs. Right. So if you're looking um, to meet celebs. Speaking of celebrities, host of the Until I Lose Interest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching him the whole time as I was saying that because he's just scrolling through his phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, our guest today, um, David Taylor. The, uh, at this David Taylor. On Twitter. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Pretty good, dude. Watching that intro was inspiring. In what way? Ugh. Sarcastically. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. It was under five minutes. No, no, I'm not saying it was long or anything. It was interesting to watch. Like, uh, I don't do really intros because yeah. nobody cares about me. <laughs> so I have to get right to the <laughs> fucking Bad best. attitude, dude. You really oh, no. have to buy into the notion that people care. Which Why? is harder. It's hard. No, no, I'm not telling you you do. I'm saying to do an intro, you do have to sort of buy into the yeah. idea that it matters to some people. Well, it matters. You guys have fans. I have no fans. Ergo, I just like to get right to the guest. <laughs> Interesting story. Let's go now. Yeah. You know, I approach my podcast like law and order. Mm-hmm. It's a procedural. You want to see the murderer. You want to hear about the family crying. You want to see the twist at the end. Mm-hmm. And if you learn about the cops along the way, great, but very little. You don't yeah. want to focus on the Plenty per- of time. Got yeah, plenty, exactly. plenty of episodes to so, learn about you know, the cops. So yes, you will kind of get a hint that Jill Hennessy is sleeping with Sam Waterston. And maybe there's a, a thing where she dies at the end of her season. But the point is that that's parceled out over time. Right. That's my yeah. approach. No rush. Right. Yeah. So yeah. how many episodes in are you now? I believe I'm 18. Uh, 18 already? Wow. Yes. And you're once a week. You drop every Monday. Every Monday, every Monday morning. Sunday night, Monday morning is when uh, the podcast goes up. The and la- that is, uh, subscribe to that on iTunes. Correct? Yes. And then it's Bobby available Lee was the most everywhere. recent one. And the new one coming up is George Perez, uh, who went to prison. So that, that it was That's automatically interesting. Yes, he yeah. went yeah, to prison. I can hear about prison all day. Yeah. Yes. And his, the way so he got found, the way he got caught was very interesting, too. So no more than that but it was it was really interesting hearing him talk about it huh good you're here for a specific reason yeah because you are a, a piece a, of shit from florida you are a let's Floridian. just cut right to yes it. absolutely i'm a floridian <laughs> and i think you're you've you've uh you've had it up to here with me you know what's <laughs> interesting your state is yeah. that uh you know it's it's a great place a great pl- you had that one girl from uh from the vanderpump rules yeah. Ariana Maddox. She's a Floridian. Yeah, she is. but did not oddly was not pro Florida as she should have been. She, you know what though? I think she kind of is. She's super into the Gators. I think she, you know, it's like I'm not into the Gators. I think that, but that, I mean, I let's think be she, honest. The, the universities from Florida. She didn't are all like actively poor. defend it, but she's yeah. not yeah. against. it. She was just kind of like, whatever. If you don't like it, fine. If you I do, I think great. she did what a lot of Floridians have to do now, which is go with the flow of someone shitting on it. Let's be real. You guys are from La Crescenta. It's not like yeah. you're from the left bank of Paris. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're from a suburb of Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Los Angeles, where place, Hollywood is. You guys Dave. are. First of all, nobody from Los Angeles is identifying with La Crescenta. 
Locker what about uh, what about one of the stars of Saved by the Bell, the new class, <laughs> who went to Crescenta Valley High School? <laughs> Which about, one? Uh, Star Trek Next Generation's Will Wheaton. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's from Locker Little Center. Little man called Eve Six. Yeah. What about Eve fucking Six? <laughs> yes. That, but let's be honest here. Uh, <laughs> that, there are plenty of celebrities from Orlando. Uh, that, that new slut, Charlotte McKinney, who was complained that? that she... She was bullied out of high school. Went to Orlando Boone High School, my alma mater. Huh. Wait, Although who, Charlotte, who is Charlotte? McKinney? So she's like the new Kate Upton, and she like what happened was she she's like a classic Instagram girl, mm-hmm. and uh, she's trying to make the move to becoming like a Kate Upton type deal, right? Uh, so what's what does she look like? Kate Upton. Okay, so she's a giant pair of tits. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm in. The joke is that she, Florida's great now. Clearly, the PR people got a hold of her, and they're like. You dropped out of high school. Can you tell us? So her version of it was, I dropped out of high school because I was bullied for being pretty. But the oh, problem man. is that she was bullied at parties. <laughs> it's like, hey. Also, the problem with that is that it's such an unlikable story. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, but no, you know, it is. It seems unlikable, but people uh, right now, we're in a culture where anybody who is bullied True. is automatically considered morally yeah. Yeah. upright. You wish you could, like... One of the main uses of a time machine to me would be corroborating people's stories of woe. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Like, everyone is like, yeah, I almost died one time at the hospital, and you go back, and they're like, you may die later, but then they didn't. People's stories of like, yeah, yeah I almost got shot. I got shot. Like, I was at that game. Yeah, I was yeah. at that game. I got picked on a lot in high school. I was a total nerd in high school. That what, kind of stuff. What's insane to me is that, you read the story, she said, well women were cruel to her at parties and it's like parties i didn't yeah, go to a single to, party in high school yeah if you went to a party yeah just don't go to the parties i remember a, a girl who sat next to me in science class asked for to borrow a drawing out of my sketchbook i said yes i didn't ask what it was for she made a used it for a flyer for a party she had at my house showed me the flyer the monday after the party had happened i was not invited to it Whoa. at your house or her house no at her house oh, she was yeah. like look how cool it came out and i was like yeah that is cool and i looked at the date of the party and i was like Oh. Oh, man. Did you say something mean to her? No, I did not. Kevin, no, there's that- just hot girls in, like, when you're growing up in school, they use, like, they find out what uh, an unpopular kid is kind of good at, like, help me with my homework, draw something for yeah. me. And they just, like, you kind of casually use you oh, for that. Oh, I'm well aware. Oh, can you carry my backpack? Yeah, you've crushed a lot of math homework, I've, I've imagined. Uh, oh, yeah. no, no, no. Well, what happened was eventually around 10th, I think it was like 10th grade was when I was like, oh, everybody's as insecure as I am. Right. Well, then it's, it's mean time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that ended relatively early. I, uh, I mean, there were very few. There was like one guy in the school who was like he had transferred because he got kicked out of another school because he was kind of a gangbanger. And I did, rem- I did definitely draw his girlfriend's name in graffiti letters for him. <laughs> yeah. That happened for sure. That's Congratulations. Cool. Well, that, was that more because of fear? No, he was just like, I think he just kind of asked me normally. He was like, oh. hey, he, and he was honest. He was like, can you draw her name? Can you do her name? And I'm going to tell her I did it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. You know what really helped me from being exploited for help with school is that my grades were so low. Okay. So that really Which is helped. really weird because you're a smart guy. You got into a good college. But I, your grades in high school suck. Yeah, I, I failed out of a varsity sport. Uh, which is tough to do because in Florida there's a law that requires you get a 1.5 GPA. Yeah. To and I got under a 1.5. I was on academic probation to stay on the tennis team at one point. Yeah, like I I did get a teacher to change my grade, but for a while there I was off the team. 
but uh and this was a source of great frustration for my mother. <laughs> yeah. But the reason I got into Carnegie Mellon was that they just strictly went with standardized testing. Oh, okay. really? Okay. They, the people at Carnegie Mellon were always dropping out or killing themselves. So they had a little problem with retention. <laughs> and right. a professor did a study, because it was gray and miserable. There are no women. A professor did a study that said that... What's the statistic you always say about Carnegie Mellon? Oh, in about the computer the women? science department, my yeah. senior year, there were more guys named Dave than girls. <laughs> and Isn't they, that great? They... Like how no, they've been three women. They called it that they're five. They called it the Dave to girl ratio. And they kept trying to make it lower than one. Yeah. They kept trying. That was like a source of. I think once the Internet boom hit, they were able to change it up, although I think it might be back down. But there were five guys, five girls and more guys named Dave. Aren't they experiencing a demographic problem in San Francisco right now? That oh, there like are in not China? enough women. What? You know, the problem, the, yes and no. I think the bigger demographic problem is that, look, there are always going to be women moving to where dudes are. The right. bigger demographic problem is that there are no poor people. Yeah. So, I mean, San that, Francisco has become a city of millionaires. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I have a friends who, who are making a lot of money who can't live by themselves, who can barely afford an apartment because right. it's so expensive there. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And you know that. I mean, like, People who are making six figures who are living with three other people. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very I mean, I've had friends that have just completely moved out of the city. Yeah. Like, Oakland is now becoming... Expensive. Oakland's becoming... Expensive, but all, like, the... All the cool kids are moving out of, like, the Mission District, which used to be, like, the poor, kind of beaten halfway through gentrified. Oakland's just becoming Brooklyn, and that that used to be the thing. People just left Manhattan because it was unsustainable. So, and it also, one thing that's important to remember about San Francisco, it's easy to forget, is it's very small. It's tiny, yeah. I mean, so small. Yeah. So, it's, it's relatively easy to jam it with wealthy people because yeah. there's not a lot of area. Yeah. You know, that's the thing I like about Los Angeles over San Francisco, many things, but one of which is LA is huge. Yeah. LA is like five or six different cities. Yeah, absolutely. You can still find One of which rent. is the White Trashville La Crescenta. Oh, wait, that's not even one of the cities. In, <laughs> no, that's, no, that's like a suburb... I mean, what would you even? What part of LA would you? It's not. A, it's not the Valley. It's like I don't even know what you would the call mysterious it. What, like Sen- it's the San Gabriel Valley, but it's also against like, a hill. Yeah, the west part, the foothills. The San, but people think they think San Gabriel Valley. They think like east of Pasadena, yeah. like Sierra Madre. And, it's kind of the beginning. Well, Burbank is really the, where the valley and the 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 San Fernando Valley ends, and San Gabriel, and San Gabriel starts. Glendale is considered part of the San Gabriel Valley, I believe. I love when now people are discovering Montrose, that area, yeah. and they're like, found a cool little place. Like okay. up in northern, you're like, yeah, I grew up like four minutes from there. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. But that's the thing. Even when I was in San Francisco, the valley was very expensive, too. People would go back and forth. But even then, there's, I mean, I guess you could go to Oakland, but like there's just so much more space here. Yeah. You know, like that you, it just can't well, push. That's why forward. tons of artists are moving here because you can still f- find a huge studio space somewhere. Yeah, that makes sense because, like, that was a problem New York had when they kind of lost their position as an art hub because it became impossible to actually yeah. create art. Yeah, you can't find a big open space in New York anymore. Although you can in movies. In yes. romantic comedies, yeah. the, yes. the artist that has the giant loft. A wonderful yes. in Soho. Soho. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, to granted, he's a struggling artist. He somehow, somehow has come up on a loft that is $15,000 a month. Right, right. Yeah. Like lowest end. But he dresses in really hip rags. Yeah. So you're... From wh- Orlando, Florida. All that, these- that, I mean, it's huge. Florida's huge. Yes. 
Florida. You know, that's why Disney went there. You know that story, right? Yeah. That they, uh, Disney was not sure. When Disney, when they made Disneyland, Disney said, they, they said, we're buying Disney. They, they, they basically announced we're doing a, a theme park. Yeah. And we're putting it right here. And everybody said, okay. And then they yeah. bought all the land around it. Whereas in Orlando, they went secretly to different cities. And Orlando was the winner because there was so much land. And you had to St. invent Louis, tons of fake company names to buy the land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they had, like, unlike St. Louis, they had no problem with making it beer free. And it was just perfect. The is far away. So you, could, you weren't going to run into the same people that wanted to go to California Disney. Right. And it was warm year round, too. And yeah. one of the problems is that Disney is built on a series of tunnels. So, and Orlando is all marshland. You can't have a yeah. swamplandia. Yeah, you, exactly. You can't have a, a basement. So they had to build it all like one level up. Right. Uh, but yes, it's a huge, it's a, there's a lot of area, which is why there's so much golf there. It's right. wonderful for great <laughs> cheap golf courses. That's why all the PGA Tour pros live there. Yeah. By the way, is there state income tax? Florida says, fuck that. That's what, it's a tax shelter spot, right? It's the Monaco of the Southeast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've never, <laughs> really? no one has ever heard no, it described that way. That's actually, I've, that's been called that. Because all those, look, Shaquille O'Neal left Orlando, but he kept his home. Yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. lives in Orlando. There are a lot of pro athletes living in Florida. If you're making $50 million and you can save, in California, state tax is 9%. 9% on $50 million is a lot of goddamn money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they still make all their money, and it's beautiful. It's very warm. And That's why also a lot of uh, reasonable wristwatch dealers are out of Florida. I can see that because yeah. it's cheaper. They, you know, you're not paying for, you know, it's, you get better deals. It's uh, and it's just it's a really wonderful climate too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the humidity is no. Awful. So that's the thing about the humidity. You start to really love it. Why would you love? I that? Don't know why, but like it's the funniest thing. Like you kind of miss it, dude. I walked one mile. I was in Orlando like a year ago, whatever year and a half ago, and I walked one mile from my hotel to the Barnes and Noble because they had air conditioning. We have bookstores. And I needed a, cu- a cup of coffee. Yeah. And I was completely soaked in sweat. Yeah. I had to peel my shirt off in the bathroom and wipe myself down. It's One fine. mile. And yeah. it wasn't even sunny out. First of all... How do you not, get used to that? First of all, let's not forget, you're a pussy. Second of <laughs> no, all... No, I'm not. You do I love the heat. Used, well, do you if you just complained about the heat? Like, <laughs> no, you don't the, love it enough. You couldn't even... You can't move in in that type of weather you know it's funny you grew up there you don't even notice it. oh my like, god you know it's funny too is like in the morning like there's a certain smell that everything has because it's so humid like it, i kind of miss it too like it's it's hard to explain but like there's a it's kind of tropical it's the weather nice. here was like that like this last week yes and no like cloudy humid it would I, rain for an hour i've only yeah, but been it's not in, quite the same it's like warm and like just thick air I yeah i've it. only been in real humidity maybe twice once in chicago in the summer which would that was insane yeah. yeah, and then in in Houston. Oh yeah, it gets really I heard humid Houston, in Texas. Houston gets so hot that the asphalt melts. Houston my, in the summer is fucked up. Yeah, my uncle lived there for like just a little while. He goes, that was just unbearable. And he lives yeah. in Atlanta, which is not like I mean, yeah, he's used to South. I was in uh, actually a place called Montrose in Houston. <clears throat> oh, that's a the, cool neighborhood. Part. Yeah, it's like a hip hip. Why were you in now? Houston? That's where my ex's dad lived. I went oh, there yes, once. I forgot, yes. I went by the Leather World, which had been there 20 years. That's how long Houston had had a, a gay neighborhood. Wow. That's all? Yeah. I remember Orlando had... That's the most diverse city in America now. Is, is it? it really? Houston, really? yeah. I read that like two days ago. Huh. Uh, you know, I have a theory, because that's where all the uh, the cough syrup culture started. 
So the little went, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my theory is that the reason that started is that it's so huge, you have to drive across the city. Mm-hmm. If you're black, you're getting pulled over. Right. So you can't drink. You have to take something that won't show up on a breathalyzer. Yeah. The sprawl there is, um, it's, it's yeah. bigger than here. It's, I think sprawl yeah. speaks to why Florida is fucking weird. Places where you have a lot of space and it takes cops a long time to get to you and cops aren't around. There's no patrol. Like, when I watch cops films in Florida a lot, there's a lot of episodes from Florida. And what you can tell when they're in Florida because it's a, it's a road with no sidewalk. And when they pull onto some street, it's always like a paved road with no sidewalks and it's very green. And you're like, oh, they're in Florida for sure. They're in like, you know, some kind of rural Florida. It's a, in the streets. There's no street lights. And there's just a lot. Of, there's not a lot of people around. You know, so you can kind of do whatever you want all that, the time. But then, but then, why aren't like <coughs> all these states in the Midwest like that? Why isn't Kansas like? Why aren't the crazy stories coming out of Kansas and like Idaho? You know why? I, you know? Nobody wants to fucking live in those places, guys. Florida is beautiful. It's warm. Florida may attract a. I mean, since the weather is consistently better, the Midwest you get winter. Yeah. Whereas. Warm weather uh, attracts a lazier people, or the, it's a slower pace because it's, it's easier fun living. To live there, <laughs> it's just it's just great. Like it's, more... it's it's very nice to live there. It's warm all year round. Here's the thing: I went to Boston a couple years ago, and it was like it was in like, it was winter, like November, December, something. And I was like, well, who the fuck would ever live here? Right. Like, and then you go back to California, you're like. Do they not know about this place? Yeah, I yeah. when I, I was in Chicago recently and it was cold and I was just like, why did Chicago how? though is apparently so awesome for the three months of the summer? It makes up for the other nine months of the it year. It is, but by God, you just think there's so much there's so much space in America where you could have. I just well, like why? everybody from Chicago talks about it like a cult. Where they're no, like, yeah, they love it. It's a great I, city. I've it never met great. anybody who's like I'm from Chicago. Meh. And generally, yeah, yeah. I, I will say I like almost every, I like most people I've met from Chicago. I find them I, I like them because yeah, I like most. They Mormons. got the Midwestern friendliness. Yeah, but I like most Mormons. It doesn't mean that I'm going to fucking join that religion. Yeah, right. Um, but why do you think? Because you grew up there. Yes, I did. And I know I like the, I know people from Florida that I like, and the common the common link between all of the people that I like from Florida is that they moved. Like they escaped, well, the problem they with got that, out, that's, and then the ones that stayed. You're, it, you don't know anybody who stayed in Florida. That's the problem. Yeah, you I've live been in to, California. I've been to Florida numerous times. I've done shows there. I've met people. I've hung out with people. There's there are normal people that live there. I'm not saying it's a state but full your of argument lunatics. Is the ones I like are the ones that leave, but that's because you're in California, wherever all the people right. Left. I, so I've that, met it's like some people that live. The logical fallacy there. I worked on a reality show for a little while. Uh, starring Tom Arnold. Real quick, your mom's a logical fallacy. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you slam the mic down. You storm out. <laughs> By the way, I'm glad you stopped me for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Proceed. <laughs> uh, and all the production people live in a place called Apopka. Yeah, I know Florida. Popka. That's where Zach Grinky, Dodgers pitcher, is from. <laughs> yeah, I know Apopka. But, and they all... Warren Sapp, NFL superstar who did the greatest thing I've ever seen anybody do in life. Uh, I've never seen any of uh, the greatest celebrity move I've ever seen anybody do where he was sitting at an Orlando Magic game uh-huh. and my friend uh, Robert High 
uh, owner of H.J. High Construction Company. If you guys are thinking about maybe doing a police station or a church, if you live in Orlando, H.J. High, best construction company there is. Okay. Uh, he has good tickets because they bought tickets early and they, they really close. So you can see Warren Sapp. He's sitting near the court. Somebody goes up to ask him for an autograph. And Warren Sapp does not acknowledge this person to the point where he moves left and right to stay out of the guy's, <laughs> to just pretend the guy isn't there. And I yeah. was like, one day I want to be famous enough to do that. Yeah. <laughs> now, Warren Sapp technically does beat hookers and his girlfriend. I don't want to be that famous, but I would like to ghost people who ask me for autographs. Yeah. In Florida, you don't yeah. have to be that famous to do that. Uh, you kind of You just do. have to be a guy that lives in Florida. No, it's it's oh to beat your girlfriend. Yeah, to just beat people and murder. That's what makes it so great. <laughs> <That's Yeah. so, laughs> right. What were you saying? It believes the, in all freedom the people. A of lot of the people that yeah. worked on the crew are Floridians that live there, and they yeah. basically would come out to work on this shoot and then go back to Florida. Yeah, yeah. I didn't find them exceptionally weird, but they were like a little. I don't know. They were like a little different. Here's the problem with that: you can't judge. Yeah, well, uh, an entire you know, region odd. by the news of it's the week. It's odd. It's odd. Like uh, they were like, it's odd when people work in show business but not in California. It's like the, they have a different set of standards, or they have a different idea of what's. There was a push in the early '90s to make Florida Hollywood East. There, yeah, Disney did had studios there. Universal had studios. There's a lot there. of production work there. I, I, my friend uh, Paige, she started. She she worked on that show and she came here to work production, but then she could get more work almost in Florida. Really? Also, remember there was a, like Nickelodeon had studios there. You know, Neil worked there for like right, a yeah. year. That didn't was was it all that? I think it was all that. There? Yeah, but I, I don't know that any of those shows exist anymore. Or the studio space exists anymore. But yeah, the Disney Empire for a while, the kids show stuff. A lot of it was in Florida. Yes, absolutely. I think that show putting on the kids, which was also I think the Mouseketeers no, were all there. Yeah, yeah. So there that's where yeah. a lot of them were like, in Florida. Like true, it's like Ryan Gosling lived with. I mean, Justin I can see it for show. the weather, like shooting things in Miami. Like Dexter was shot in Miami. Yeah, I think also in the case of Florida, I think they're willing to give massive tax breaks. And yeah. you're right, it's nice to live there. It's warm. But why is it you think like all these crazy stories keep coming out of Florida? There are crazy people everywhere. I just think that that's But it seems like a in higher this percentage article you sent me. One of the reasons it states clearly is Florida has open police records. Yeah. So you can learn a lot more weird facts about crime in Florida crimes and you can other places. Uh-huh. So I think it makes it so reporters, when something on a crime sounds even half suspicious, they're like, well, let's get into this. Yeah. And then the records are completely open, whereas I don't know that that's the case in other states. Also, uh, the internet loves to make the same joke over and over and yeah. over. That was reason five on this Salon.com article. What? The media likes Florida bashing. Yeah, other it's, it's, other it's southern easy states. and simple. Like Louisiana, Mississippi. Look, when I grew up there, was there white trash? Yes. Yeah. Well, there's white trash, trash here. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah that's white trash here. But yeah. like, you know, like I, what was nice about Florida was it was suburban. You could ride your bike around. It was very nice. You could play baseball year round. That was great. I right. like that. Uh, right. There's a lot of golf, although I didn't avail myself of it then, and I wish that I had. Right. It's just a, Orlando's just a nice area. You know, it's like, it's. That, yeah. But it's Orlando is beautiful suburban area. Pretty developed. I mean, that's like being like California is a nice area where it's like Los Angeles is nice, but like Stockton's a shithole. Uh, yeah, Orlando, though, you know, it's funny. Like when I was there, and I think it's gotten even more developed, but like what happened was Orlando was like a small southern town before Disney showed up. Right. So, and that's my parents came right after Disney. So you could see the change over the 20 years. Has worth. the gravitational pull of Disney affected 
town like maybe towns that were like semi productive in other parts of the state has it like dry, made them dry up or now people no it didn't you nothing's go near dried Orlando up because you know there's work yeah no it's not like that everybody comes so it's like the people didn't come from like the towns around they came from everywhere right the towns have, there's some towns that have stayed small it's like Vegas were like for a while when yeah. Vegas before Vegas fell apart it was like you can get work there like it was just a booming place Vegas has done boom bust a couple times my father yeah. compared my father was a cop in Nevada and he said Vegas did the same thing Orlando is to like build out too much everything collapses then it sort of catches up they, yeah Vegas did that a couple times Orlando's done that a couple times where is Vegas at now I think they have recovered from a couple of years ago. It was really bad. And I yeah, think they were one of the hardest hit during the recession. Yeah, it was just like those the housing you growth could, yeah. like th- there and uh, somewhere in Florida were the two biggest. Yeah, places where you build stuff is where the yeah, but the Miami condo market is still. You can get a condo in Miami for not a lot of money because really? yeah, because it's just they built <clears throat> fucking high rise after high rise after high rise of them where pittsburgh on the other hand was not affected and did great because nothing was built during oh the really boom, so nothing ha- fell That's apart during the bust but orlando was like when i was there when i, I lived in a, a subdevelopment a subdivision which was citrus uh that turned into homes and you could see over the years like as the real estate became more valuable than the citrus like <coughs> homes were built there so yeah like when I when we moved there, there were a couple of homes and a lot of citrus trees. And then, you know, by the time I was done with high school, there was no more citrus. Huh. Florida also used to, Orlando especially used to be a lot of citrus, but I think there are diseases now that have uh, really fucked up the market. Right. But yeah. it's just a, it's a nice, it's a nice place. I are there crazy week, people? I spent sure. a week in Miami. I didn't love it. Miami is, look, Florida is three states. South Florida, Central Florida, North Florida. Right. South Florida California is, is like that, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. South Florida is like Northerners, Cubans, Jews, okay. you know, like big city stuff. You know, that's where your drug dealing is like Coke. Right. You know, that's Miami Vice. It's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, Central <laughs> Florida is like Disney. It's like where it's, you know. And golf. Disney, golf. Um, a lot of white people, but the white people were overrun by the people coming for jobs. So it's not quite, it's more ethnically diverse than North Florida, which is South Georgia. Right. A white trash hub where like Tommy Morris is from. Is that like all the, where all the swamps and shit are? Swamps are everywhere in fucking Florida. I think okay. the, a lot of swamps are in South Florida. Is that, where, remember the Everglades. sinkhole problem that was happening there last year? Uh, they, there's always been a sinkhole problem. We had in our Nothing yard. The internet loves more than a really? picture of a sinkhole. Oh, yeah. there, there's sinkholes have been happening. They're always there. I mean, like in our yard, we had, it wasn't exactly a sinkhole, but like a little like place where there was like a clearly something was going on. Yeah. But sinkholes swallow entire homes because it's the you know, it's just the way it is. Like the limestone or something. But yeah, homes will just go down. What are the major cities in northern Florida? Northern Florida, I'm counting Northern Florida as like Jacksonville. Okay. And then you Tallahassee's go, up there? Tallahassee no? is like towards left. Yeah, Northern Florida is like the panhandle. Tallahassee goes out. Tallahassee, you're like, that's like fucking South Georgia. Tallahassee's there. And they're, they're basically Southern. Yes. It's fucking Southern. Yeah, absolutely. The story with Tallahassee is it's the state's capital. And what happened was they settled on the state's capital because somebody went from one end of Florida, somebody went from the other end of Florida, and they apparently walked. And where they met was going to be the state's capital, and then it'd be in Tallahassee. Huh. Uh, That's so not a long distance for the one. The guy. Panhandle is way the fuck out there on the left. You don't really realize how far That's how left deep it, it goes, how west it goes. You know, uh, I'm look and Florida up on a map here. Also, I wonder it was like 
one guy was just faster than the other. But Pensacola <laughs> yeah. is way out there and the fucking out there like near Mississippi or something crazy. Right. And uh, so those are the, like the northern Florida's. And Jacksonville is pretty big when you consider area. Well, you're right. The west, the panhandle goes into Alabama, yeah, mostly through Alabama. It's huge. But you don't realize it because there Crazy. are no major ci- cities there. You know, there's just nothing really going on. Do you it, think it's that kind of breaking it up into three sections that makes it a perpetual swing state? Uh, that's probably it. Yes, there's been definitely changes demographically. That's another thing, too. Like, they... When I moved there, when I was living there, it was a lot of like you you'd see a certain type of Central Floridian who was like a Southerner who was surprised at what had happened. Right. You know? You could have found that guy in Georgia, you know, but over time culturally the ex- there there's such extremes. Like yeah. the people living in Miami and the people living in like yeah. you know, Panama City Beach or Pensacola are like totally worlds different. apart. Yeah, totally different. Panama City is a huge spring break hub. Right, uh, but yes, you're absolutely right. You know, because the people in Miami are Cubans and Jews, and the people in Pensacola have never met one either of those people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is so crazy. And also, yeah, like our next door neighbors are Cuban. You learn like so, like Cubans in America are like two classes of people. There's the Mariel people and the Batistas. The Batistas were like the doctors, the rich people that moved when they realized Castro was coming to power, and they had to keep their shit. Right. So they moved everything out. You know, that's Godfather 2, I think, where they, everybody's getting the fuck off the island. So those are your doctors that look down on people. Right. And then the Mariel Boatlift is the, when Castro emptied the asylums and the jails. Right. So Cubans often are doctors or criminals. Right. <laughs> we looked next door to some doctors, and they were... <laughs> Have you ever been to, like, Pensacola, Tallahassee? You've never been. Oh, I've never been the- to Miami. What? We really? had a regatta in Miami, and I... That Mr. Was, I Defend Florida has only place. been to Orlando. Yeah. I've been all around Central Florida. It's great <laughs> All around Central Florida. Yeah, that's my, that's my Florida. What is uh, in that's Central Florida? That's when I failed out of... Uh, sounds like it's... That's my Florida. Failed out of Tampa. Uh, I've been to Tampa. That's Tampa. Clear, Clearwater is where all the Scientologists are. Yeah. Crazy even goes to start cults there. I don't know that scientists... Let me put it this way. I never met a single Scientologist when I was in Florida. Scientologists are notorious for boasting about their numbers and lying about their numbers. Yeah. It's like nobody... It's like, trust Back me. then, though, they did have the money, and then they did go there and buy tons of real estate and yeah. set up camp. Clear Runner might be important for Scientologists, but I don't know that Scientologists are real important for Florida. It's just like not... Well, no, I don't think they are, but... It's it, not like... Whereas the Mormons completely own Utah. Yeah, absolutely. They also own other states, too. Another thing, too, is like Scientologists are important in Los Angeles, but not in Florida. Yeah. It's just not their thing. Huh. There's yeah, I think a lot it's of just in Clearwater. Could be, yeah. Yeah. Because he hid there for a long time. Who, L. Ron Hubbard? Yeah. Because they, they had so many from, I think, the IRS oh. and I can't remember who else. We had a neighbor. My, our next door neighbor got their apartment or their, their house, rather, because they traded it for a trailer because the previous owners needed to get out of the country fast. Wow. And then the neighbor, they sold drugs. They were the drug dealers. So my mom said that her students were like, we know where you live because we live next door to their drug dealers. Right. <clears throat> so you don't think there's any, like, pattern of any kind between all the people that, like, like how court cases 
Florida has outlaws. I'll say this. It yeah. More than thing. probably other states. Yeah, but that's also just a more interesting state. It's an outlet. There are... Never has David Taylor given anything <laughs> such a positive spin <laughs> yeah. in all of it's life. It's a great place. It's like... <laughs> There's more outlaws because it's fantastic. It just, it's <laughs> what? Like, that's going to be a more interesting area. Why is crime higher? Because it's better. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look, crime is high I would like everywhere. to... I would actually be interested to see the actual statistics of crime in Florida. To where is it actually higher, or is it just seem higher because we hear about it all the time? I think Look, it's like it just is weirder, so it gets weirder. in the news more. Like the bath salts thing was huge there. Yeah. The the shootings and the way the you, courts decide on them. You're like, what? What? Let me. Okay, you remember? You know who Adam Walsh is or was rather. You know John Walsh? Yeah. You know, America's America. yeah. He became famous because he had a son named Adam who was my age, yeah. five years old. Went to the mall, and I can't remember where in Florida is. It's some. I let's I, just say Orlando. It wasn't Orlando, but it was like it was somewhere like it might have been Miami or something. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the kid went to the mall and then disappeared, and then they found his skull. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> right. and it was a whole thing, you know. And then he was, oh, you know, he lot. That's how he became famous. But to me, what's great about this story is they blame it on a guy named Otis or Otis Tool. He's a serial killer who was all around, and he apparently killed. Adam Walsh, but you know who else was in the mall that day? Jeffrey Dahmer, just hanging out. See, oh, wow. like what? <laughs> That's what makes Je- Florida was so great. Jeffrey Dahmer from Florida? No, he lived, I think, in Miami for like a year or two. Okay. By the way, I think he's the more likely person to have committed the crime. But the point is, yes, we have some great serial killers. <laughs> we have just like there's an int- it's culturally a very interesting place. People just come there. Lost. Well, it's souls. always like man tries to beat wife with snake. Yeah, Lost Souls right. end up in Florida, you know? Well, but I Lost Souls watched, end up out here, too. I watched that documentary, what Hot Chicks Wanted, Hot Girls Wanted. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was set in Florida, because now a lot of the porn industry has gone there. Because we're not well, so... A, the, the condom thing here. I was about to say, we're not like, you know... And just like cheap, like this dude, one of the dudes who's an agent, he's a yeah. performer, he's an agent, and he was like... Yeah, my life is pretty sweet now. He's like, I used to like, I was working at Domino's, but now he's like, I live in a four bedroom house with like eight chicks and I'm making good money. And when you look at how he's living, you're like, no, you are not. I guarantee you that four bedroom house rents for like a grand. <coughs> like he's driving kind of a shitty car. But in Florida, it just seems really, really cheap. You know, I don't know that that's true. It does seem cheaper in than, parts of than, it. Los, yeah, than Los Angeles. But yeah, there are parts well, of Well, he was living in like Miami. I think he was right. living like sub- in the suburbs adjacent from Miami. Look, between Miami and Flor and Orlando is a lot of oh, like shit. fucking. But yeah. a lot of those porn companies are based in Miami because the weather, the beaches, and there's like just hot Apparently girls that are, they can like it's lure. It's a tremendous number there's a, of hot there's girls. There's been a lot also, of Also, let's not forget there's some modeling industry too. And yeah, there the is. The modeling yeah. wipeouts. There was a porn. modeling like reality show that was set in Miami. So people that come, you know, whenever you have like a beachhead like that. Yeah. It's the people, it's the models aren't doing the porn. It's the girls that think, oh, I should model. And then modeling industry is like, oh, none no. of the women in the documentary were local. They'd all flown in there yeah. from somewhere in the South. Yes. Or no, the, the one of them was from the Midwest somewhere. Because the well, guy the posts. one was from Texas. And then, remember the one who went home was from Texas. No, she moved to Texas. She was from somewhere in the Midwest. The, the one who had the boyfriend was from Texas. Remember, she went home and then stayed there, like in Arlington. No, I thought she moved there to Texas with there. her boyfriend. No, she was from Texas. They moved to a different part, but she went when she went home and like went hunting with her dad. They went back to Texas. I believe. That was in Texas. Yeah. Oh, 
Uh, but the guy would put out ads though on Craigslist and be like, "Free trip to Miami." Yeah. You know, all you got to do is shoot some stuff. And then these young girls would go down. It's like there. the sex worker version of Qatar, where people end up trapped in a place where, like, I yeah. guess I have to build this World Cup stadium. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that wasn't the best documentary. It just seems like it's so. But a good title. Big and sprawling. Yeah. That it equals cheap housing. And whenever you have cheap housing, you have weirdness. Yeah. Also, I think it's that it's warm and humid. Like, there's just something well, about... Well, I know... You, I've always kind of noticed that when you're in, like, a beach area, the people aren't as intelligent because the weather's so good. You can sit around and be entertained by the fact of how nice it is. And people, so... It's like, look at the, the extra... Like, the, cra- the craziest people in America are at the furthest reaches. You know, you have the Vietnam War dropouts that went as far towards Canada as they could. And that's right. why you have that weird ass white, tra- you know, like the white trash in like Michigan, the upper, like, you know, the, the Canadian border. That's weird people, too. Yeah. Uh, Texas. Yeah. You know, it's something about like the it's like a centrifuge and all the weird people are flung to the outside. I feel like when the lo- when states with like aggressively libertarian laws draw weirder people. Texas, but then Florida, the argument could be Arizona, three weirdest fuck states. But then the argument is the weird people are the ones making the laws. Arizona is just weird because it's so crazily racist. You're like, what's going on there? Yeah, and they don't believe in daylight savings, and they don't celebrate. Well, what's the holiday? Well, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, King was. It's that, like yeah, they're yeah. maniacs over there. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really it's like they're so racist. You're like, what happened in your childhood, Arizona? Yeah, 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 and it's so. Close. Yeah, it's weird people that rise to power and go. I want to help all my weird friends be mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, Arizona's racial thing is odd. Yeah, yeah. You're like, what? You're not that because they're not like so far. You're like dead is said in the middle or near the south. You're like, what? Is, what happened here? Yeah, it's uh, that that sheriff Arpeo. Like, yeah, like, you almost wonder if it was like conservative white flight from Southern California, like moving out. You have to. Well, you, that's Idaho. Because that happens in. in like, that's way, why Palmdale and Lancaster exist. In a similar in a similar habit. way to the way some New Yorkers go to Florida for the weather, I think a lot of older people. Go to Arizona because it's like they can take the heat because their blood's thin as and shit. it's dry. That's yeah, it's dry. too. Like the one problem with Los Angeles for old people is that a lot of times when you have respiratory problems, uh, humidity or not humidity, just like the, this climate is not good for respiratory problems. Right. Also, uh, because we have a fucking forest fire season here. Uh, I don't know. If, is that part good. of it too? Like, I yeah, don't know, is that a significant impact? I mean, enough so to where it affects the air, and they tell you to like stay inside they go if you're old yeah or young on a playground like we've had we would have recesses canceled and yeah. stuff because really? it was like a fire oh, yeah, and also the smog that. thing yeah. too which is not even necessarily like even when they was it the chumash indians called it the valley of smoke yeah yeah I, you know how many king? times i've used that yeah because we learned that 15 from, years ago from, from nosmo king, king. Yes. and i've used that one million times i've used it a million times yes yeah. but it's interesting also you know uh randomly you know what else is like that is salt lake city is like a bowl and mountains, so it is ugly and smoggy. Yeah. yeah. You would never suspect that would be a particularly awful air quality kind of place. Huh. But just the way the, the geography is. I've never been to the U- I've, I've, only, I've never been to Salt Lake. Lake. You never filmed anything in Salt Lake? They film a lot of stuff. It seems no. like you would have filmed something. I went to Park City once on a vacation as a kid with my friend's family, but I never went to Utah and to work or anything. I never went as an adult to get a sense of it. Yeah, Park City seems like it's not. Salt Lake City, for me, was weird. Park City is is nice, right? It's, well, yeah, I was there off sea. I wasn't there in the winter. I was there like during the summer. Oh, I was there, but it's like a weird kind of liberal. 
hub. Oh yeah. Like how Austin doesn't belong in Texas, but somehow it's there. Yes. It's like Park City's like and that. Madison in Wisconsin. And Portland for Oregon and all that. It's stuff. one thing about Salt Lake City that was so weird is everybody's white, including the homeless people. Right. So it's just like really disturbing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is really odd. Well that's when you get outside of like LA proper far enough, you're like the thing you forget is uh, white people work at convenience stores. Oh, in Pittsburgh, it's like that, too. For yeah. me, that's a sign that the economy in a region is not good. When I lived in Pittsburgh, I me- or when I was in Pittsburgh periodically, I remember being like, oh, white people at convenience stores. This is odd. Yeah. I just wasn't used yes. to it. That's a sign to you that what? The economy's not good. Well, what if it's a sign that it's just, just more ma- no, the majority is white people. people? That's what I'm saying. If the majority is white people, the economy is not good. Why? Minorities move to where there are jobs. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if you look at southern states with large white populations, the economies yeah. are pretty shitty. If you're all white people, nobody wants to live there. Yeah. Interesting. Because we shoot at you. It's more than... What know. if it's just hard to, like, migrate to the north when you're poor? You know, Mexicans are in Chicago. People find a way. Yeah, I guess so. Tons of uh, people have migrated to South Dakota? There's a giant oil boom. Oil boom. Yeah, we have a friend uh, who did that actually. Yeah. Um, and actually, a couple friends that did. Apparently, men are getting so rich there they're paying women a thousand dollars to sit and eat with them. Here's the weird Whoa. thing about that is the the money that my friend was making wasn't like super great money. It was like, was it eight weeks, twelve thousand dollars? Where it's like this is good, but for oil money, it's not that good. Yeah, but it wasn't like it's sort of like change your life money. The the one group of people I know is making a lot of money in South Dakota is the strippers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I can see that. It's the same reason that people are paying $1,000 to sit with me. Yeah. It's kind of like Alaska in a, you know, kind of the U.S. Yeah. Where all there is to do is drink and lament the fact that the the ratios are like computer science. You got to think there might be a Dave to Grohl ratio going on (laughs) in South Dakota. It was sort of like that in the illustration department at Art Center, but not as bad. How bad was it? It was like 80 20. Ooh, that's it was mostly bad. dudes. Most of the photo, fo- the photo majors had more women. Car design had none. If you, oh, wa- yeah. if you were a woman and wanted to go to art school to design cars, you got to go for absolute free. I think I met a girl who was involved in somehow in car. Maybe product she was an design. engineer. But it wasn't like design. It was more like car. car the automotive design had you. If you could get a really good scholarship to art center, if you wanted to be a female automotive designer, because it was just. There weren't any. I don't know why. Was that a good program? Yeah, it was one of the... The automotive design at Art Center, when I was there, was considered like the best in the country. The problem is there are no jobs in it. There's like 12 jobs in the whole country. You would think that it would be... The best automotive designs college would be in Michigan. Yeah, well, not at that time. Michigan had... Detroit hadn't bounced back. Okay. It It was people that wanted to work for Japanese car companies. But it's also... You, there was a very small. It was a very small major. Like you, you, you said you wanted to major in it, but then after a while, if you weren't good enough, they made you go to product design. They only let in like a very small number of people. I thought of fucking with it, but I wasn't good enough at drawing cars. You have to be good at drawing cars to do. Well, you answer. have to also love drawing cars more than anything in the world. There is a specific type of Aspergery person. Yeah. that would love that. What's interesting is if you go to if you go to the little like student gallery, the cars look the same now that they did when I was there. Futuristic cars haven't changed their look much. That's the thing. Whenever, like, because they never get made. Yeah, they never get made. The concept cars never actually make it onto the street. They all still look like bubbles. Yeah, sharp bubbles with sharp edges. 
Yeah, here and there they'll show up at an auto show. Yeah. It's kind of weird when you consider that the Prius ever got made. Why? It looks so different from anything else. Well, the original Prius did not look as bubbly and weird. It looked like a slightly weirder Corolla or something. Small car companies, I think, have learned that if you just make a really interesting looking car, you can sell more of them than you deserve to sell based on how dependable it is. Also, if you look at a lot of European cars... Ford Focus looked cool when it came back, the little one, and so kids were willing to drive it, and it was cheap. Well, the Ford Focus just looked like a Honda Civic. Yeah, yeah. but it was cheaper, and so kids were willing to drive it, and it, that's the car that slowly brought Ford back. It's also like a reliable, steady... And that, yeah. So uh, we got sidetracked from talking about how great Florida is. <laughs> Do you guys like to golf? <laughs> no, uh, not I at know all. you don't, you pansies. I I'm haven't golfed in like five years. It's so great. Base also nothing too. For me, Florida. Growing up in Florida, I would like to golf, golf in baseball. Florida because I I bet you the grass would be good. Oh no, the, the golf fairways courses are incredible and they're cheap as fuck. Yeah. Uh, what's around? Me, what's around cost of public course in Florida? As I recall, it was like twenty five bucks to play around on a nice course. That's that, that, I was, was like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, I was playing, but it was like to play was, eighteen holes of golf. Oh yeah, it was. It was so Whoa. much cheaper than yeah, anywhere here else because it's filled with great courses. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many that they can't. You know, there's just a lot of places, and you get a nice, you get a nice cushiony fairway. Oh yeah, it's really and there's water hazards too because there's a lot of water. For me, also grew up as baseball. That was like a big deal too. That was the sport. Florida creates a tremendous amount of athletes. Yeah, like huge because you can play year round. Yeah, and uh, there's that. If you watch the uh, the thirty for thirty about the University of Miami, the Uh first one, it's awesome. But they talk about how Howard Schnellberger was this coach who came to Miami, which was at that point a small... They were thinking about getting rid of the program. It wasn't like... It's a small private school. Mm -hmm. And his innovation was he recruited the state of Miami, which was everything up to Orlando, up to I-4 in Orlando, because there were so many athletes there. And he got a national championship team within like four or five years. And now everybody comes down to get football players from that area. Right, yeah. But they're baseball players. Like I grew up with a bunch of people that got drafted. Yeah. Into baseball, baseball, yeah, and oh, that's wow. just the, the the because you can play year round. Uh, yes, you can play year round. There's a lot you can in Southern California too. There's Southern California good, creates a lot of athletes. It does too, but I mean, my high school ten years before I was there, they hired the coach to coach in like the minor leagues, and then he's like the GM of the Atlanta Braves now. It's just like a really good yeah. baseball culture, good sports culture there. Yeah, there are a lot of sports schools. You know, Nick Boletari's Tennis Academy, that's Florida. Yeah. Nick that's Boletari. where... By the way, I heard a rumor, like a crazy rumor, that uh, that Maria Sharapova, and I don't even know if this is possible, but apparently tennis players believe this, was given growth hormones as a teenager to facilitate her massive growth to like six foot two. But I don't even know if that's doable. I don't know. You know, apparently that's what you give kids who are very short... And it boosts their growth a couple inches, but right. I don't know that you can, you know. Is she six two? She's six two. She's tall. Oh, she's I six didn't. One six two. She's huge. I haven't. I haven't watched a lot of tennis in a long time. Really? How tall is Serena? Um, five eleven, but she's still on steroids now. Right. She is like the ad. If you could do, if you were doing steroid sales, <laughs> you know, she should be on the brochure. Her domination of women's tennis is like no one else is in any other sport. Uh, I would argue Tiger Woods of golf was... Yeah, Federer, Federer is more dominant. Isn't Federer more dominant statistically than Tiger? Uh, 
Maybe maybe Federer over Tiger, but for the while they are. Like, but Serena has dominated. It's just twenty Grand Slams. I suppose that is that's a long long period. Although yeah. she had that fucking pulmonary embolism or something, which was such a steroid injury too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Huh. Isn't Tiger? Does Tiger Woods still live in Florida? Uh, I believe he is still there. Uh, is that where his wife? Is that where it all went down? His wife is definitely still there because she was. Some, like I knew somebody was dating like her brother or some. She's still around. Hmm. All that stuff happened in Florida. The the swinging the golf club at his car, all Orlando, Florida. I remember when that first happened? It was like, well, this maybe they just got in a fight, and then man, what an unraveling. Well, no, I knew <laughs> like even a couple years before, my friend was telling me, he goes, oh yeah, because we knew somebody who was a celebrity chef, and he goes, oh yeah, like at some resort, and he goes, oh, Tiger brings hookers there once a week. Oh. Whoa, I'm like, oh, okay, everybody in Orlando knew. It's a small town. <laughs> but it's not. It's huge. Well, that's the weird thing about Orlando. It's huge, but it's still a small town. Huh. People say that about LA. It's a small yeah. town. It's like, yeah, it's just like people know people. Well, then what's a big town? Um, probably New York. Okay. Although, you know, also. I, I think, think they say LA is a small town because there's one major industry here. Right. And you've been around long enough that there's, you know, only three or four degrees of separation between anyone. Yeah. Mm, or in yeah. my case, like five or six. When where? I'm as far away from it as if there I'm like an extra degree of separation when you consider my career. <laughs> but from, you've been around long enough and you know enough people that know someone who is at the top of whatever I guess that's true. You yes. know what I mean? You're well, not anymore. Orlando is a small town in the way that like your cable guy could be the uh, his son played for the magic. It's like one of those type deals. Right, it's like right. weird. Huh. Although Kevin, you had a story about a what was it? it? Was a cable installer who had a friend who's like, oh my crazy com- girlfriend. My computer. The guy who I when I buy a computer, I go. I, this guy buys me the computer and he comes and installs everything. So I don't know how to do that stuff. And he was taking for some long a transfer was taking a long time. And he goes, he mentioned something about like dating a crazy girl. I go, I dated a crazy girl. And he just named her. He goes, it wasn't this girl, was it? And I was like. Yes, it was. Whoa. was like, you better be careful. She gave my friend something. And I was like, already been tested. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? When we're done, you got to tell me your name just in case Ever. I also. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you I'm haven't. Just kidding. But you haven't. We know a couple other people who have. Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, I think I know. Yeah, you know who it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, lawmakers in Florida, just, in Florida just lifted a ban on gay adoption. That's a good thing. I disagree. <laughs> I think those kids need to learn about life at a group home. <laughs> group group home. Rather than being brought into gay prostitution oh, by the two dads. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Law enforcement agencies can now no longer use ticket quotas and there will be no more sales tax on gun club memberships. <laughs> Sounds great. The first part you're like, yeah, and then the second one like, mm. You're like, well, if you're going to take one, we're they one of different. ticket quotas everywhere. Most of this article was about the 32-ounce gallon-sized beer containers becoming legal. That was like the major thing. They're called growlers. <laughs> How big is 30? Is that bigger than an OE? What's an That's OE? That's a 40. Oh, 40. Yeah, so oh, yeah. big fucking deal. Or is it liquor, not it's, beer? It's, I think, liquor. Oh, shit. <laughs> the, no, it's beer. The most popular sized beer container will be legal in the sunshine. I'm pretty sure state. that people are not drinking just one. <laughs> they have 64 ounce ones too. That sounds like a 7-Eleven dream. Yeah, if you crush a 40 ounce of anything, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. 
you know, a lot least, of teachers getting caught fucking students down there too. Yeah, that's, that's a big honestly, Florida though, thing. That's everywhere. Well, probably got, Florida. And also, to be so, fair, it happens a lot in Southern California. You got a bunch of hot, sexy athletes down there, and that's people true. down to fuck. It's that the the wages, the teachers' unions are very weak there, so the wages oh. are not particularly high. But don't fool yourself. It's not like Florida is the only place teachers are fucking students. They yeah, are no. doing. That's not like humans change. Like they're doing that everywhere. Hell, uh, Jason yeah. Lucas had a story about that. Really? Yeah. I think that's always happened. It's just It always has, always will. I heard a rumor about that in high school. <coughs> oh yeah. no. My aunt. My like I have a, That's just human nature. My my grandfather was on the school you know? board in Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania, and there was something that that the principal of some school wanted him to vote for. Mm-hmm. And his argument was like, I know your niece is fucking the band director. If you don't do this, I'm gonna fucking tell everybody. And his his argument was the fuck do I care? <laughs> Tell everyone. Yeah. Fuck her. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just when it started becoming a really popular news story, they just started reporting you, it whenever it came I argue up. it's not that it became a popular news story. It's, I think there was a change in like that that used to be accepted. It used to be fine that you would have said like older people have sex with younger people. At some point, that became a, more of a taboo. I don't think so. I believe... Look, that's... Of people that are above the age of 18... Oh, teachers have been fucking students forever, and I think at some point it became more of a taboo. Like, for example, when's the last time you've heard a good song about a guy fucking a teenager? They used to be all over. There used to be a shit ton. Yes, but those are—I don't—that that was just like regular dude fucks hot seventeen-year-old or whatever the fuck. Okay, wait. But in positions of authority, she's just sixteen. Yeah, that's the last one you can think yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that is the dirtiest song ever recorded. Yeah, she's just sixteen years old. Leave her alone. They say. Song continues. That should be Even the end of the song. that shows that the taboo was changing because, like, yeah. Sweet 16 by Billy Idol had no such problem with it. Nobody yeah. was like, hey, There's Billy. There's tons of doo-wop songs yeah. about that. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis. Right. Look, positions of authority, teachers, fucking students. That Also, another thing, too, that was never considered that big a deal. That positions of authority argument is used when you consider it that's as just, sexual it, assault, which changed that that's, you know. That's, but now it's more considered more of it. Sexual assault. That's because, what I'm saying. Yeah, that yeah. The change is the taboo. Before it wouldn't be like, oh, that person's a position of authority. But no, people, old people, young, fuck young people. Yeah, it's the position of authority thing is the wording of, you know, a sexual assault culture where you know right. that's position of authority is something that a feminist would say. Yeah, I'm a feminist. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> but do you see uh, what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the. I mean, the culture we live in now. A sexual assault. Absolutely. Culture. That's yeah. why I'm saying that's the, that's the change. That's why the stories have become more prominent, you know, because it's more of a big deal. Before, it wouldn't have been something to be reported on. But which speech. came first, do you think? The fact that, like, because, okay, a 24-hour news cycle needs to fill the hours, correct? Yes. And when one or two of those stories gets out there and every time it gets a lot of traction where you're like, whoa, this teacher was banging a high schooler, then they're like, oh, well, we need to produce more of these. Right. Agreed. That is a story that definitely will. Well, School I mean, shootings. Nation, crime is down nationwide. But you w- it, by watching TV, you wouldn't get that sense. Yeah, you would think that their schools are getting shot up all the time. And right. in between the fucking bullets, there's just teachers pounding yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. Which, That's what you think the average high school is like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I you know, it's one of those things where it, that's been going on forever, and it's just not that you know. You just think that there's not that much more of it in Florida than I anywhere would argue. Else. No, that goes on everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. It does happen a lot in Southern California. It yeah. happens 
everywhere. The Long Island, they had that mo- like high school, like three teachers at the same high school. It uh-huh. happens everywhere because there's a certain type of person that does it. Like the, a lot of times it's the woman who's trapped in a bad marriage mm-hmm. or she wants to feel pretty or she feels like she was never cool in high school. Right. It's essentially a variation on the fucking prison guard who fucking sprung those two dudes. Yeah. You know, what do you think the, ver- a lot of the women seem to be more attractive than you think a woman would, who would do that? That's the. I mean, or well, maybe that just t- makes the best story. Well, that's the best story, but also yeah. a lot of times too. Notice it's never a single woman, or very rarely. It's a lot of times you'll see a woman. It's a pretty woman. You're like, oh, she's pretty, and then you see her dweeby husband and her three kids, and yeah. she just felt trapped. Also, the prettier teacher, the the students are more likely to brag about that one and then get caught. Uh, yes, that is a good point. No one's gonna be like, yeah, dude, the, like the fifty yeah. year old teacher is blowing me after school. Yeah. But if you're banging the hot 27-year-old like, you know, history teacher, you're telling everyone yeah, you're, of and your friends. And also too, the hot girl they're playing the flirty game. We had yeah. a teacher in my high school who would get a crush on a new student every single year. <laughs> she had big fake tits. She always had her nip she was called Mrs. Nickel, but they called her Mrs. Nipple because you could always see her nipples because Awesome. It was and she was like 40-something, 50-something. She seemed really old, but in retrospect, maybe she wasn't that old because... Yeah. And she would... I remember she wrote... She talked about a te- student she'd had the previous year, and it was clear she was in love with him, and it's like, <laughs> this is creepy and weird. Also, a terrible English teacher. Yeah. My brother, when he was in her class, pointed out she misused a word, <laughs> and it was like she was just not very good. Uh, but yeah, she would get a crush. I remember once she had a crush on one, one t- student... Matt, and it was she's rubbing her shoulders, his shoulders, and oh, you're Jesus ever, in no, the, during class. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the joke was he was gay. It's like you're barking up the wrong tree, Mrs. Nickel. This <laughs> right. ain't the one. <laughs> wow. I, did she fuck any of the students? I bet yes. She once told us uh, about her husband. She goes, I didn't go for like the hot guy. I dated a nerd, and you're like, oh, you're not attracted to your husband. Yeah. And by the way, it wasn't like people were asking her, hey, what's going on with the marriage, Mrs. Nickel? Uh, right. She just yeah. volunteered this information. Yeah. yeah. Mrs. Gross. Nickel, by the way, never flirted with me, which was not a shock. <laughs> yeah, I, that's one of those things, and you can never go back and do it, but that's one of those things I wish would have happened. Oh, there in, wasn't in a teacher in my high school who wasn't gross. I had like one one in elementary school, one in junior high. There was a pretty Spanish was, teacher at my school. Every at, at single TV. teacher which one? in my I high school. I think. I don't remember her name. Or she was just youngish. Yeah. But the, I think ev- I remember her being attractive. But she wasn't flirty at all. She was just younger and attractive. No, they were all universally 100% gross. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> most teachers are. Yeah, They're just, but, you know, and they seem way older when you're a kid anyway. Every teacher's 50, even yeah. though like, most of them are in their 30s, probably 40s. Yeah. You know, there, for some reason, none, nobody 23 or 24 came to teach at our high school. Yeah. That's I had a 24-year-old English teacher, Mr. Biggs. Guarantee you he was flirting hard with at least one of the students. He didn't. I don't. He was really nerdy and like earnest. Like he was about like I think he went in there like I'm going to change lives, but then he wanted to. I think he wanted to coach baseball so bad he went to a different school that would let him because there was like a really intact baseball program that wouldn't let him coach. Also, just as an experiment, if you know any hot girls, ask them. Oh, did any of your teachers flirt with you in high school? Oh, every hot girl I've ever known, single one. Yeah, every hot girl I know will tell you about a teacher flirting with them. Yeah. Yeah. So they flirted with the I know hot a girl, girl who probably flirted with a slightly less hot girl who would say yes. I actually know a girl right now who gets she's a, a, a guy that taught at her high school 
um, comments on every photo on her Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Like, great photo. You look great. Like, like in a way that's like, huh, that's upsetting. Yes. My aunt, the one who was, she ended up marrying that teacher <coughs> that she was fucking. Wow. Well, when I was in high school, there was uh, these two dot, these two sisters. One was a freshman. One was, a, well, one was a senior. And they were the two of the prettiest girls in school. Their dad was a math teacher. And it was this weird anomaly where no one asked them out because everyone was afraid of their father. Yeah. So there were these weird, there were these really pretty girls that never got asked out on dates, and that you could tell they were like confused because they were just like, "We're beautiful. What the fuck is going on?" But their mother had been a student of their father. There we go. Yeah, there was a pretty significant age gap, and it was like, yeah, they started dating after he graduated high school. And it's like, there's no way that. Only started after graduating. Frank Castillo has a story about that, where somebody from his high school was recently arrested, along with a drama teacher, for a carjacking. Uh huh. But it was clear that that relationship had started. There was a guy who I I want to say he was being brought up on charges in a southern state for statutory rape with a minor, and he was a te- he was the 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 woman's the girl's teacher, but he's marrying her now, and that somehow changes. The charge, I want to say. Well, that's weird. Yeah, like it makes it so. I think he almost did it to like lessen the charge. Because I guess there was no way they could prove they slept together. Maybe before. So did he marry her after she turned eighteen? Yeah. So or I, maybe he yeah. married her while she was seventeen, and it's not. Maybe it changes. I think certain states you can marry before the age of eighteen. Oh, some you can't. I think. I think you need a parental. Which is so weird. It's really. Could weird. you imagine someone you know right now who's like 27 years old, and then he's like, "Yeah, man, I just met this great girl. We've been dating for like you know seven or eight months, and we just got married." And you're like, "Oh, cool. How old is well, she? That lady, She's 16." What's her name? You're like what? Mary Kate. Well, that guy on that that celebrity couple. Yeah, the court. He married Courtney Stodden. Yeah, and she was like underage. Yeah, she. But had she to get, looked like she was twenty five. They met when she was sixteen or seventeen or whatever, and they started dating. Yeah, she had to get like parental consent. Like they were publicly dating before she, she just was eighteen. Made a porno like you like you'd expect. Right. Yeah, but she like at least looked like she was in her twenties. Most sixteen year olds fucking look like they're 16 or 14 or 15 i wonder i'm gonna go out on a limb and guess she's from florida she might be actually i think we should look up i think we should should look look it up i did find another article which (coughs) would probably just play into the media hey mary is mary Kay letourneau the one who who hooked up with the young kid in high school school. wait courtney stodden is she from florida no uh mary Kay letourneau's the thing that's creepy about her is she didn't hook up with her high school student. She hooked up with her sixth grader. Oh, Whoa. yeah. He was 12. But now, That's they're, what made it now so crazy. they're married. They're married. They have kids. Jeez. Yeah. But he was 12 when they started that. Yeah. That's what made it so crazy. These are some... Know, the thing is, one of the many problems with hooking up with a 12-year-old, you don't know what they're going to look like. That's you have true. no idea. That's true. Like, sure, you f- you think she Mary Kay Letourneau thinks he's hot and sexy. He's a twelve year old. Fine. She still seems into it. It's crazy. They are still together. Well, I think they uh-huh. they have such shame cast upon them. They have to double down on each other. They ha- it has to be true love. Oh yes, or they she's just a monster. Yeah. It's that argument that when it has I'm- to be true love. Yeah, that's why this this dude married. I think that you know you have to be like no. We're in love to prove it. Otherwise, it's just like fervent orthodoxy is the product of doubt. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> here's a There's no zealot like a convert. Here's a website with some uh, Flor- 42 moments that prove how crazy Florida is. Here's the problem with getting your information from <laughs> websites is like Yeah. Look, I don't know about you, but like do you really want to take your life but 42 of them? Do <laughs> any state? It's BuzzFeed. Like it's not BuzzFeed. It's, it's distractify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just extra weird. Woman stabbed her boyfriend after he farted in her face. Florida okay, family butt dials nine one one. He was like, "Fart in my face one more time." Yeah, and I will fucking stab you. I argue that you could do this with. No, the problem is it might be tough to do with certain states because there isn't the population density. Mm-hmm. But you could easily do that. California. What's about po- New York. Where does Florida rank in population size? Fourth largest. Oh, it's, so it's big as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. There, okay. look, look at this. Like, there's like Jacksonville, there's Tampa, there's Orlando, there's Miami. Those are big cities. Yeah, yeah. Miami is. If I didn't know where to go, and I was like, how long were you there? A week. I was tra- I was staying at the W, so I was in a part where, it, where there's not a lot for me. Like it was, you know, there's a cool art scene there now. There's like a legit. The gallery I showed at New York once is now moving to Florida because I think there's just enough of an art market there. Wow. Yeah. So um, I think there's cool shit to do. I just didn't know where to go, so I was like stuck walking South Beach. Yeah, that sounds super. Which fun. good sandwiches? The I guy in this article Cuban probably sandwiches. wouldn't yeah, be in art. What? The guy from this article wouldn't be in art. Drunk Florida man tries to use taco as an ID. <laughs> like an actual taco. By the way, you could do a... In America, you could easily do a 100 times people have called 911 to order pizza. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. Like, that's, but how love, drunk do you need to be to be like, I'm going to present this taco as a form there's of an episode of co- there's, there's like a, a drunk joke. There's an episode of Cops, and I'm going to say it took place in Florida just for the sake of this episode, Okay, where a woman called the cops because she got uh, kind of worked over on a drug deal. She was. She wanted the cops to go to her drug dealer and make the drug dealer give her illegal drugs because she gave him $20 and didn't get a drugs. And the, the cop was like, what do you want me to have them give you? She goes, I don't know, something. Gave him money. That's somebody who believes in justice. Yeah, in fairness. Yeah. <laughs> cops is great. That's it's a great, great show. Yeah. I mean, you could make the case it's one of the greatest shows ever. Well, it's, it's certainly probably seminal. the best reality show ever, for sure. And also consider it's episode, one of the very a, first. There's an episode in Philly before Real World, even. Yes, they get a call of an episode in Philly. It's they're in Philly. They get a call, naked guy on like PCP. By they the way, show up PCP story. I'm already in. Three cops. Yeah. Ha- this guy's big. This dude's probably six four. Probably about 250. Not only is he naked, he is sweaty as hell. Oh, yeah, because that's why they get naked. They take off all their yeah, clothes. Yeah, so these cops have to now tackle a giant, sweaty man who's on PCP. And I, I always think, like, they almost been like, can't we just quit right now? Like, can't we? they can't shoot him because they're being filmed. They have to wrestle this dude like he's a wet cattle yeah the pcp stories you read online oh, so they run out of the, the window they used to yeah. have a drug counselor rip, come rip from the our head, uh, elementary school and it was always this guy that put the baby in the oven yeah those well, also the super strength that's the thing like yeah the super one strength. guy 
was handcuffed and ripped the handcuffs apart. Yeah, every PCP story ends with like, and then nine cops had to subdue him. Yeah. It's never just one cop. Like, it's always also, like back ran through the bullets. Tasers that, don't yeah. work on somebody on PCP. Yeah. yeah, people have like lifted cars. I'm pretty sure. I'm not. I think Rodney King may or may not. I get, was Rodney people King said on PCP? that he was. Yeah, which is why the tasers. Yeah. At that yeah. point, if tasers not working. That's when. Yeah, that's like, the other thing yeah. too. Is that like. It's surprise to me the Rodney King thing if that had happened today, and I think that might have been. It would be interesting to see how that changed the culture of policing in America. But if Rodney King happened today, they would have just shot him dead. Yeah, they wouldn't have beaten him. They would have just shot him and said, "Oh, it's coming at us, righteous kill." Yeah, right. you know, and that's like a di- fundamental difference now. And I wonder how much of that is because of how much blowback happened because they, you know, I know I I knew a guy who was a cop in Orlando. Who heard I've gone to Los Angeles? He goes, Oh man, the fucking LAPD. Every time I pull somebody over, they're like, Oh, you're going to do me like Rodney King? <laughs> yeah. yeah, my friends, if, my friends who are cops say the same thing. They still do. Well, now it's like, are you, Please don't shoot me. Yeah. They say that right off the bat. If Florida's so fun, <laughs> then why did a uh, man get arrested for giving people wedges? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. He got arrested for being fun. I don't like that. Yeah, that's yeah. not very fun of Florida to arrest this innocent man. Is he the guy who killed man? his stepfather with a wedgie? What? <laughs> yeah, look that one up. Good Lord. <laughs> I don't know what state that was, but wherever it was. <laughs> I'm going to look up Florida. I'm pretty sure that wedgie was atomic. Man <laughs> killed, yeah, man killed stepfather with wedgie. <laughs> I'm pretty How many? sure about the stepfather detail. This is all just a, uh, all of these stories are just an issue of population crisis. I would just argue another thing too is it like each okay by the way if you type man kills step it finishes man killed stepfather with atomic wedgie <laughs> no way in Google that's awesome here. it's the best stepfather killing ever I'll say this when I was writing jokes for Jezel that step fratricide <laughs> yeah that is actually step fratricide okay. when I was Oklahoma though when I was writing for jokes for Jezel my two major sources for where to get stories were uh, Florida newspapers uh-huh. and Bossip. When I was but writing, now apparently boss when I was on the weekend that. update freelance list, uh, at least they'd give you about forty of the little yeah. lines. I'd say at least fifteen of them were from Florida. Yeah, Pro- well, the same people look. They're doing the same things. You know, yeah. they know they can get stories there. Yeah, but look, guys, it's a great place. It's very warm. You can ride your bike around. It's it's a pleasant place. It's a, it was a great place to grow up. Okay. You know, it was like... So it was like safe and... No- growing up in Orlando, Florida, safe, It was normal. safe in retrospect. Although, remember, that was... I was the same age as Adam Walsh. So you're always worried about a blue van taking you and beheading you. But it was There were plenty safe. of those stories in Southern California. Well, no, yeah. that was... That was... Re- that right... When that was becoming big in America was right at that time. Yeah, I mean, I was like 10 or 11 when that... Like there became the, you know, like the is your child safe kidnap culture thing for Oh, a while. yeah. Well, I was five. Where there was America's Most Wanted and Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Well, the original America, remember America's Most Wanted, that was Adam Walsh. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like in I Florida wonder, in the 80s. Do you think you can make the case that that culture does as much to keep kids safe as it does create that exact kind of criminal? Because now the kind of criminal mind that's like, What's the kind of crime I can commit that'll get the most attention? Like, well, everyone's People talking about these most, kill children for attention. Most criminals don't do it for the attention. I That's, mean, the kind of criminals that do like a big attention-getting crime. It's that, like, well, I want to get on the news. I I'd want my crimes to be, you know, if you're a serial, you know, I think serial killers like the fame aspect of it to a certain degree. But that's a very slim part of the Venn diagram that people that want attention for the killing, and most of the time, those people kill, like. 
The only example I can think of a mass killing where people wanted attention would be Columbine. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, like you look Sandy Hook, that dude was just crazy. You know. Right. Shoot up a church, that dude's you know crazy, and it's a problem with with black people. But I would argue that uh, the Charleston one seems to. I think that's an attention getting one. That guy's insane. But I think he wanted. He also wanted attention for the crime. His, his notion was someone's got to do something. Someone's. Got, I think it was a. It like sending a message. Well, that, I mean, a politically motivated yeah. crime for attention is different than like I just want to be famous. Yeah, right. Which oh, is, okay. You know, like I the see, Columbine. Yeah. I guess you're right. You know there is I mean? that distinction. Yeah. That's yeah. Very natural born killers. The Columbine. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 They're not rebelling against a political. Yeah, situation. like Oklahoma. The uh, Timothy McVeigh would be in the same vein as the yeah. Charleston guy, where exactly. it wasn't like I need attention. It was like I, the, you know, America's fucked up and needs to be fixed, right. and here's how, you know, right? Like, like uh, the Oklahoma, or what was the other guy? The, not the Oklahoma guy, Unabomber. Yeah, like that dude, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. yeah, that guy did not. That guy so didn't want to be famous. He was living in a yeah. cabin. Oh yeah, he was the exact opposite. You wonder if his brother never, never figured it out. How long he would have gone. A while, yeah. I, I don't know. I think I think he still would not have been found. Yeah, I know. If like say he didn't have a brother, like he was just an only child. You know, he's thinking that every single. Day. <laughs> I know my fucking brother. You know, what's interesting about the Unabomber was <laughs> that's a real sibling rivalry. No shit. Like he got so much better killing. The original profile of him was like uneducated. They didn't think. Yeah. That he was, but then I think when they changed, when they started to figure it out was when he put the bomb in the cargo hold of the pl- plane connected to an altimeter uh-huh. and they're like oh this guy might be pretty smart <laughs> right 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 must be terrifying to be a cop and realize the guy you're hunting is like uh oh he's pretty smart yeah that would but you know certainly things trip him up like uh, having brothers so lesson <laughs> to everyone it's see, it's Don't so much harder to be a criminal now with with your phone and everything you say being like it must be way easier to catch people. I don't know. I mean, look at that. There, that's that dude killing you know, prostitutes in Long Island. They still haven't found him. I just don't think they're trying that hard. I think now they're trying hard. They weren't trying for a while. Yeah, you kill you kill what what the cops consider other criminals, and they're not in that much of a hurry. And yeah. There's a, the LAPD got in trouble. There's a distinction. Uh, they say NHI. It's called no humans involved. Yeah, I've heard that. And that's when they consider the two people hurting each other are not of any consequence. So don't rush. Don't get in your car and rush. Like the Grim Sleeper, who was killing all those and e- almost every gangland shooting. Yeah, yeah, that's what they would use. The, 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 no, yeah. the NHI thing was for gangbang. If two gangbangers shot each other, they'd be like, Ugh, who cares? Yeah, this. I mean, all the stories you hear about people living shitty neighborhoods, like yeah, I heard gunshots every night. Yeah, and they're never in the news until. Like you either a, a don't white, call or you a white know kid not. gets yeah. shot or something or like that. Or a tourist. Or a cop shoots. Yeah. A white was, cop shoots a black person. That was uh, in Florida when I was there. There was a brief vogue for that where they had to change the... In Florida, the rental car plates used to start with Z. Uh-huh. They had a designation. But the problem with that was people would follow the Z plates out of the airport and then hold them up and kill them because you knew they were tourists. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't know they were going. So wow. one guy had a band called Dead German Tourists, <laughs> and it got publicity because holy it shit, was by the way, a great name. <laughs> so Dead they, they changed that tourists. rule. The only positive news story I've heard in the last year was yesterday from Florida. Florida homeless ex-marine piano man draws rave rave yeah. raves playing Bach and sticks. Mm-hmm. Already bored. Because <laughs> it's a positive news story. Don't, don't want to hear about. But it. he looks like a, a. Look, you dated a girl from Orlando. Yeah. Did she 
say good things about Orlando? Yeah, she was cool with it. Yeah. People. Who's the governor at the moment? I don't even know. I'm so fucking divorced. Is it that bald dude? I, I think uh, it's not. Certainly, it's not Scott I don't Walker. Think it's so. uh, is it Rubio? It's not Jeb Bush. No. When did he leave? A while Rubio's ago. Rubio's a senator. Rubio's a senator. I don't even know. Rick Scott, but Rick Scott, I think lost. I think it's Rick Scott. I don't think he lost. Oh. I could be wrong. He's I really real don't suck track. I, I haven't lived there in fairness in like fucking twenty-two years. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of my information That's about Orlando is like it is in fact uh, outdated. Do you think you'll ever move back? You know, if I had all the money in the world, I would have a house on a lake in Orlando. Really? So, no, I probably will never move back. If you could only have two houses, though. You had enough money for only yeah. two homes. One would be here and one would be in Orlando. Really? Yeah. Orlando. What if you had, like, no family left there? You would still want to live there? I'll have no family. My mom's moving out of there this year. Yeah, it's Rick Scott, and he is an asshole. I, like, I would like to have a house on a lake in Orlando. Wow. I'd like to have a house on a lake anywhere. When I was growing well, I was growing up, I rode on the on the crew and I'd like to have like a, a boat, like a skull that I could Yeah. Row, row around the lake. And it's just very nice there. It's very peaceful. Yeah. Wow. But I mean where would your two houses be? I don't know. Well, I mean one in LA for sure. Yeah. And then I don't know. I still need to visit Montana and see what that's like. Oh yeah. I mean I have no particular desire to live out in a cabin or anything. I very much enjoy I mean, New York. Carmel. Carmel's nice. I would like a house in Carmel. I'd like one not in California. But say it seems weird. Two houses so close. Like, what's the point of that? I mean, it's north is away. Yeah, it's like probably more, even five, six. Carmel's beautiful because it's a beach right up against a forest. It's always nice and cool. Carmel by the sea is. Yeah, Yeah. and then that's where I would like to live. It's nice. It's very wealthy. It's, it's quiet. Worldly. Clint Eastwood's the mayor. Also, Orlando has great. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Not anymore. Is he still? Oh, not anymore. Oh. He says he was the mayor for like twenty years. Oh, I it's thought also he was like honorary mayor forever or something Maybe, like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's, yeah, he's yeah, like honorary not, mayor forever. Not like in an office reporting yeah, for yeah, duty. Yeah. Yeah. He was the actual mayor though, which is so cool. Yeah. That is kind of weird when you think about it. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, although we are the same. What's state interesting that has about California is that the actors who become politicians are the conservatives. That is kind of weird. I mean, that's maybe where the two cross, where the liberals will accept a conservative, is usually from. I guess you. That's a from good point. Hollywood. Yeah, you can yeah. pull. You can pull the um, the undecideds. But you would think then there would be liberal actors that would, you know, run for office. Yeah, but they never do. They're almost too. Al easy Franken to paint. did. They're, they're but too, not, in California. not in California. They're too easy to paint in an election. Liberal, weak. You know, weak liberal like sissy. Whereas like a conservative, it, you almost. You, it's hard to sell the idea of someone's toughness when they're just like a liberal actor, whereas like someone on the conservative side, the fact that they just have the bravery to say they're conservative in Hollywood makes them inherently tougher. Yeah, but also actors are always overrated for their toughness because they're shooting guns on screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. The liberals only ever become socially like... Uh, they become involved in charities and like... They'll speak on the news and they'll do that kind of stuff, but they'll never take the step to run for office. I don't know why that is. Yeah, I don't know. I think that, I mean, they just like the attention. And they always think they're smarter than they are. Hollywood is, I think, where the term limousine liberal came from. And it, it is kind of an... I, I've always found it a little annoying when someone starts, like, championing the poor right after they've made $30 million. Right. It's like, you know... It, I, I find it far more annoying when a comedian who has made it yeah. will lecture other comedians that it's not about making money. Seinfeld did that, and comedian Amy Poehler came out and said, you know, it's not about getting rich or getting famous. It's like, hey, 
yeah. relax. You know, yeah. like rich. Person. It's about just working with your friends and you know creating great art. It's like fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. When someone who's been like toiling away and making a decent living says that, you're like, I believe you, Doug Stanhope, or like yeah, someone exactly. you know, who's yeah, an artist. Yeah, I'm, shit, I'm not <laughs> saying fuck. But like if no effects said that in music, yeah. you're like totally. But if yeah, you great. too said that, you're like, nah, I don't well, really you all, believe. They always like go back and romanticize because they're just romanticizing the thing they don't have anymore, which is like I could have been happy just in my apartment in New York and just doing. Some, no, you couldn't have. Yeah, and you know they've gotten big where nobody will pull them aside and say, Hey, Amy Poehler. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, don't. No one like, believes what you're stop saying. Stop with this bullshit. Like, you came very close to telling us to just enjoy cake. So <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> right, it's funny, right. too. I saw Robin Thicke came out and said that he, he, he said that that album about his ex-wife, one of his friends had to pull him aside and say, you look like a sucker here. <laughs> but it also shows you how low he had fallen that one of his friends would tell him that. Yeah. yeah. Because there was a point where during blurred lines, nobody's like, hey, uh, Robin Thicke, you're looking like a chump. They'd be like, this yeah. is aw- you know, everything yeah. you're doing is awesome. Yeah. Another yeah. hit, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I hate when uh, the, 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 when someone becomes an uh, activist after they've made. Now, great, you can't become an activist unless you're famous. It, you know, or, sometimes I, re- I respect like Russell Brand. I know? like when people do it quietly. Like they do, like uh, even like Gary Sinise, he has he cares a lot about the military, yeah. but it's like he doesn't, he's not yammering about it all the time. He does do fundraisers and it does seem like it's. Insane. But he's also so busy doing it, he's constantly like going there and actually performing. It's always too hard to tell with like with the celebrities where it's like, are you doing it because you're bored and you want to feel good about something, or have you always cared about I think homelessness, feel hunger? I think they're like yeah. they get tired of being called a dumb actor. It's the same reason why actors that don't I really want to be. I don't know that activism is necessarily attached. Nobody thinks of activists as smart. They think of them as they think of them smart com- as compared to an actor. I would argue it's more a moral component where they want to th- be seen of as good. I mean, Alec Baldwin gets to be thought of as like a smart, smarter actor now. Same with like Ben Affleck because they they're willing to go on Bill Maher and like debate. If it's somebody. political activism, yeah. I think they go like that guy's smart because he knows where. Ben Affleck does strike me as very, very smart, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, sure. that, him and Matt Damon and like yeah. the Clooney too. But there's just a level of like annoyance when they get just too, too preachy about it. I think. Yeah, Affleck to me seems like a guy who just great director. He's just thrilled to be directing right. and gambling and <laughs> doing drugs. Yeah. yeah. Like a really smart guy. And yelling on politically or whatever, real time. Yeah, with I mean, that's. Like, like that once. just came off as bad when he did that. Well, I mean, the whole show sucks. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's a great show, but, but usually everybody the on political that show, discourse is a little more organized. But that's not really. It was just like that show is 100% bozos. <laughs> I mean, not always. <laughs> it's 100% bozos. Every episode, every time, yes. always. Bill Maher is a, is a clown. Right. They don't ever get, does I don't re- watch. They don't I ever get res- legit smart people. I respect Jerry Springer more than politically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> real time with Bill Maher. Real time. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. at least you know why. Jerry Springer is a politician who I respect. Right. He is somebody who was. He's like actually made a difference. Like Bill Maher is. Just, I do find it annoying hearing about politics from people that have never worked in politics. Yeah. Exactly, and then it's like it's just like uh, that's Bill why Martin I always religion, like, even though Chris me. Matthews was most just a speechwriter. Yeah, it's like you worked for the government at some point. McLaughlin did too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Springer. This is why I respect Springer. Like Springer. I mean, was why does 
John Stewart get a lot of respect as a political commentator? He's never great question. <laughs> you don't agree with that either. I just think like it's <laughs> it's all like, great by the way, question. The Daily Show is like here are some here are me covering TV coverage of politics uh-huh. and then making obvious points in a way that makes me like it just seems like that's a clown. Do you show think to- anybody does it right TV wise? Uh, well, it's not made to be done right. It's made to like, be more entertaining. The McLaughlin Group is uh, a great example, but not anymore. But it was done right. The McLaughlin Group in the '90s was tremendous. Yes, and by the way, those fucking and think about how incredible that is too. You have a panel show of newspaper reporters who, by definition, are boring people, yeah. and it was so fucking awesome. The show yeah. I genuinely enjoyed was the Sunday Chris Matthews show. I thought it was it was one of the lowest rated things ever. Really, <laughs> but it, he would just get three other journalists. And there was no, it wasn't a big debate, but he liked them all and they all got a chance to talk. So it was just like, it was people like he thought was smart and he kind of was like, I don't know, tell me, tell me something I don't know. Like the end saying was, tell me something I don't know. And you could tell it was the people he kind of delighted in. Yeah. And I just found it a very informative and very easy to watch because there wasn't a lot of like bickering. You know, bickering can be good. Like that, like McLaughlin was so great because... He was an all-out asshole who the fucking panelists loathed. Yeah. yeah, but he was smart. Yeah, and he made it interesting. Like that was what I was so. Well, when you get all journalists, you get less talking points because they're not technically working for any of the people they're talking about. They're just journalists. Whether you agree with their 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 bend is yeah. one thing. It's like left, right, and center on KCRW. It, I heard the bad. worst episode of that last week. I almost wanted to punch the fucking why. It was so bad. It was just. It was like all the real journalists were out of town, and right. so they had like one guy and like three bubble gummers, and it was By terrible. By the way, you know your wife. I heard one last episode of, of public mad. radio makes you want to. It was commit just, violence. They seem like all and and they seem like people that were just. I want a little age on my journalists. <laughs> I just do. They seem was it the like one where kids. they ended up arguing about race? Yeah, that I heard that one too. That one kind of bothered me too. It was just like because it just devolved into what it, it devolved into what was un, it seemed uninformed and had no long view at all. It was like someone's feelings got hurt and it got personal. Where you're yeah. like, just stick to the fucking. And what the you one came like older guy was like, "You, well, this is yeah, yeah that's the exact one I heard, he and that like, drove me insane too. Ridiculous. Yeah, it was people like it was, and it was people making a lot of them were making the case that now. Christians were going to be persecuted and abused, and he was like, "Where is this happening anywhere?" He's like, yeah. "What are you even talking about?" This, that one sucked. The McLaughlin was great because McLaughlin wouldn't let anybody yeah. talk enough Wrong. to get upset. Yeah, yeah. Best shut up. Next one, Rocky. Yeah, you too. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and to me, that was what was so fascinating. Having worked on a show that had a panel in comedy that was consistently not entertaining, it was like, why <laughs> is this show with reporters? And a fucking guy who would still be a priest if he didn't decide he liked pussy. Like, why is this show so much more entertaining than a show with comedians? Which should be. There's never been a panel show with comedians it had that's been a, t- a tenth as good it as had McLaughlin. Stakes. Yeah. It reminds me of when I would make commercials directed by Joe Pitka. I would watch. He knows encyclopedic knowledge of film. And I would watch actors try to impress him <laughs> by saying they liked, say, Kubrick. And he'd go, Why? And they'd be like, because this would be like, no, that's fucking stupid. You didn't, did, what do you mean like that? What do you mean that? You, did you see this? And they'd be like, well, he's like, why'd you say that then? 
and he would fucking bust them. Yeah. And you were like, oh, oh man, this yeah. guy's gotten in trouble. And the McLaughlin group was the same thing where he'd say something. He'd be like, no, not true. And he would just get The answer them. is. Yeah. And you'd be like, actually, this is what will happen. Bye bye. Yeah. It was, uh, you always felt entertained and informed. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had like, and the host his had a point ridiculousness still gave his panel the giggles. They were yeah, like, although, wow. Again, if you read any books by any of those panelists, yeah. just hated him. They just thought of him but as just they were, an But they were stuck because he was making them famous. Oh, absolutely, yes. I mean, first of all, think of it like this. We knew who they were in America, but in Washington, they must have been massive stars. Yeah, huge. I mean, it's tough to be a fucking reporter in Washington and get name? consistent TV time. Eleanor Clift. Eleanor Clift. Eleanor, Jay, I think you're Swellanor. <laughs> <laughs> Morton Kondracki, Eleanor Clift. Uh, I think Robert Zuckerberg, one of the Zuckerbergs. Shot on location in Florida. It was not. Yeah. It was not. <laughs> but Eleanor, <laughs> Eleanor and Moore were on all, like, every week. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. I'm, they must have said, you need a woman. He's like, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Find the one woman I haven't harassed. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I forgot Moore about Kondrack, that. More Kondracki's bangs, ridiculous. It's a great show. Big great stupid show. glasses. But that was also, you know, when you'd watch it, you got the sense these people knew what they were talking about, whereas... Uh, Ariana Huffington might be illiterate. The thing that bothers me about <laughs> Ariana Huffington is she, there will be like what I imagine is an editorial meeting at the Huffington Post where she will go, you know what we should cover? I'm giving a speech this week. Yeah. And anytime she talks at a college, there is a separate article on the Huffington Post about it. She's the Chris Jenner of political coverage. God, that yeah. fucking website sucks dicks. Ugh, Every, all 37 sections? Jeez. <laughs> it's me it is uh, journalistic guys, i read a sale. really interesting article written by a really br- brilliant writer who made some great points uh, here i know where this is going <laughs> you know there there's this comedian i know or i, I don't know I, just, I don't even know who he is he made fun of this poor disgusting one-armed stinky fat girl <laughs> all right david and uh you not, it there's, was by the way there's been plenty of podcast real estate devoted to this subject. Can we not? We already did it. Nick and I already did this episode. I think you know we what? did, yeah. I think you know, you're, let me put it this way. You don't get <laughs> what a good point you missing a chance to just openly shit on the Huffington Post harder, which the thing they do that I hate the most is have an art, are women too objectified in media. And right underneath it, look at Kim Kardashian's bumpy ass in this pic. Yeah. But also the fact that they would put an article like that up. They'd just throw anything up. Well, you, yeah, they'll it, put there's anything kind of, up. There are sections of it that are open submission borderline. You can just have an article on having to post. What's that section called? The suck section. The suck section. My take. I don't know that there's an open, like a forum, you mean? I think you can kind of, it's. There's no way. That everything. thing would be flooded with like, there would be no way to read everything. It is flooded with shit. millions of people would just be posting. Garbage. There'd have to be an editor. There'd have to be like all this stuff in place. What's interesting is why is it so bad? But Reddit is pretty good. And that's basically, that is open submission, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's all like subdivided into like little categories and shit. But like HuffPost claims it's news. Reddit just yeah. doesn't claim it's anything. You could yeah. just start a subreddit for like Game of Thrones or like porn or fucking politics or like literally anything. That's what, what's so funny is Gawker porn, you say. just made all their money <laughs> from just taking stuff from Reddit. Oh, yeah. Who and did? Gawker. Gawker oh, is yeah. basically Reddit. With an editor. Yeah. And yeah. some, you know. And they have like four or five other sites. Yeah, what those, 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 what's the sports one? Deadline. Deadspin. Deadspin, Deadspin, Deadspin used to be good, but it's not good anymore. Not it's kind of sad. Grantland's a good one. Grantland is actually pretty good. Is that under Gawker Media? Or no, 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 that's no, actually no, ESPN. that's ESPN. Oh right, yeah, but Grantland is pretty good. I've heard some good stuff there. Yeah, 
I mean, it's out there. You just got to like sift through the garbage. Well, you made a decent case for Florida. It's a great state. Uh, <laughs> probably not going to move back there unless I get a lot of money. Yeah. Or something goes real wrong for me, which actually could happen. Yeah. Would you ever go back to La Crescenta, guys? Would you ever have a house in La Crescenta? Either one of you? I don't like the wet. It's a little, it's like hotter there. I'd rather move to, there's like towns that are similar enough that I could live where, I'd rather live in Pasadena, which is just as hot. Yeah, or South Pasadena. I like South. Pasadena is also really, I mean, that's a nice area with a lot of rich people. Parts of it. Pasadena is actually kind of big, so there are parts that are inexpensive and livable. Yeah, but the expensive parts are incredibly expensive. Yes. San Marino is like incredibly expensive. Yeah, this part started like, three million. whoa. Up in the hills, too. Yeah, the like Rose Pasadena can get pretty. There's super nice. Yeah, like, celebrities end up moving My, out. I, I, there, when I go to the bank in uh, Lockshana, mm-hmm. I, 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 as I drive around, I'm like, it's still a nice place. It, dude, it's, it's like a great quiet. place to, like, yeah, raise a family if, yeah. you, if you wanted to. I'd have to have a family. Yeah. I mean, I go there once every couple Which of weeks. Which is the second part of this podcast, Kevin. Mm-hmm. When are you going to get a family? <laughs> Tough to say. It's weird that you haven't become... It's funny that people will yet. tend to ask you that just because you have a house. Right? No. As if no. there's like... It's not because... I mean, I'm not saying you are, but people will. It's because he already doesn't like to leave it. Right. That's true. Well, when, when it eats every penny you have, you feel <laughs> the need to stay and get the most out of it. I understand that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where are we at? It's also because I have a dad body. Mm, do you have you stopped working out you have haven't you well, I haven't been able to I wasn't able to while my face was healing and then I've been with work slow to get back in so I'm oh your face nice. by the way is healed up nice I forgot yes. about oh, it oh yeah I forgot that ever happened you really have gone full T2 congratulations thanks. thanks what about the four or five months before those two excuses no you I was listed? doing okay I was doing okay and I started playing tennis regularly which was good oh, that's good because you were never doing cardio yeah yeah. It was a good because I, I cardio is very hard for me to make myself do. Yeah. You should do. You, my friend Brett does this thing where mm-hmm. it's three. T- it might be good for you. Three times a week, mm-hmm. twenty five minutes each time. It's lifting weights, but it's so intense it becomes cardio and it right. burns like a circuit training. Yeah, circuit thing. training yeah. for a like while. Hard, when hardcore. I was good at going to the gym and I was I was trying hard, I would jog to the gym. So by the time I got there, I was like just slightly warmed up to where if I just worked out quickly. I, I, it was no, nah, I wouldn't call it cardio, but I, I like sweat the whole time. Like it sweat felt like momentum. work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I, yeah, I just fell off. I so, how many back. times a week are you going now? I haven't gone in, I haven't gone in like two weeks. But before that, I was going very spottily because they told me I couldn't. And then once I, they told me I was allowed. I got back in. I went like three times. But then I, work's been a, I've been at work a little more often. But next week I don't work, so I'm gonna go. Right. I'm gonna try to play some tennis too, even though it's super hot. Do they? Do you shoot on a lot where you? Yeah, could at Sony. Do, do they have a gym there? I don't. They do. So, at Sony? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've never asked. I mean, you think they have a gym at every lot? When because I think they do. Warner always, Brothers has one. Sony. I know Fox has. does. Fox Executives does. are always going to fucking use the gym at four in the morning before they. You start know what? Their Sony day. has a dentist. Get the fuck out! Really? Yeah. Well, they have a post office too, there, right? There's a fucking dental office there. Yeah, or Warner Brothers has a post office in it. Hmm. Something one of those does, yeah, which is kind of cool. Sony <laughs> has a coffee bean, which is nice, oh. and a yogurt land. See, that's See, the weirder this is taking one. Taking you far away, further away from working out, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's very. Yeah, I'm Our, just and the onset snacks lately have been bangers. Oh yeah, Kevin, you're gonna go right back to. You the, can jog to yogurt land. Eat <laughs> <laughs> jog back to. No, set. I've been doing okay. I haven't had any full on meltdowns lately. Been doing okay, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I need to get back to the gym for sure. 
You should have a cheat day like The Rock. That's what I think. To be honest with you, the people I know who manage to stay in good shape, that's what they do. Neil has a cheat day. My friend Justin seems to have a cheat day. How often is Neil's cheat day? Once a once week. week. Oh. Sundays. The Rocks is like once every six months, but he'll have like, have you seen him? No. Look at the picture of wow. Rocks cheat day. Like five pizzas. Wow. I'm not exaggerating. In one day? No, no, no. And like a big tray of, God bless of muffin. Let me like look up the Rocks cheat day and you're like, but it's not. That's but not enough. You can't eat all that in a he day. He could. Oh, no. You understand? He's huge. Every day he eats two pounds of cod. Have you what? seen what The Rock eats every single on day? On a normal now, day? Now, is that normal day or when he was putting no, 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 no. Hercules? No, that's a normal day. A normal, like, let me like, look up The I'm Rock. I'm going to look up, yeah, The Rock cheat day. <laughs> the, the Rock diet also. One reporter tried to eat The Rock's diet and ended up vomiting before the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, I can eat one whole pizza rock in one daily sitting. Meal. But five? I can eat a pizza. It's more than fighting. It's it's insanity. This show. I could crush a Domino's thin crust easily. Competitive eater tries the Rock's epic cheat meal is the first thing that came out. (laughs) It's incredible. I love the Rock. He's good. He is pretty cool. Uh, Ballers is not as good as you would. I haven't seen it, but the Rock. I mean, the Rock is a personality and a a celebrity. Yeah, he's like cool. He seems like he's cool. Worked with him one time. Nice dude. Really, love stand up. Really, to David Tell. Well, the Rock's in it. Then the Rock even has good taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good taste in comedy. That's really funny. Yeah, really good dude. Yeah, his his eating like the two pounds of cod is like this. Oh my god. Yeah. Twelve pancakes, four double dough pizzas, and twenty one brownies. <laughs> so wow. fuck. By the way, you know the Rock says, "Fuck, you're crushing a thin crust." <laughs> double dough. I will, when That's I was insane. when I worked with him, we did one scene where it was like a, supposed to be like a nerd convention, so there was all these extras, women. Slowly move towards him like bugs towards a bug zapper. Really? Like they just there's a gravitational pull that women feel towards the rock. When you say Neil has a cheat day, do you mean on his vegan diet where he'll like eat meat once a week? I think it's no, it's co- like uh, like sugar stuff. Oh, okay. no, it's still cookies. vegan food. But yeah, maybe like, funny. Cookies. I'm vegan six days a week. But then, yeah, then just steaks. Like, yeah, yeah. No, 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 cheat he, day, dude. Like veal, he takes two cookies. He takes <laughs> foie gras, foie gras. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like blended. <laughs> yeah. No, he he takes two cookies and smashes them together and eats them like a sandwich. That's his cheat day? I think so. That would you know be what, like my I don't know what he does day. the rest of the day. But For that's me, you know it. what I did was I just stopped drinking sugary beverages and yeah. then I dropped weight. I did. I don't. It I makes don't a huge difference, especially if you only yeah, if drink you, sugary beverages. I like know. I if you never have water ever <laughs> and I, you just I drink what, Slurpees. <laughs> yeah. Now I've switched to like making more. I would my be curious not just Slurpees. to the what's the source of my bad eating. Because it doesn't. I don't know. I wonder what if the thing I could cut. Well, you don't eat a lot of. I don't meals. So you just wait until you're so hungry, and then you eat something terrible. Yeah, that's. It could also just be genetics. Yeah, I'm not from like fit people. My dad was my family mind coal. Yeah, right. My family are just like kind of average looking people, you know. So I'm average looking. Yeah. So wait, does that mean your metabolism's high because you come from a family that was constantly working? I'm saying Eastern Europeans are like laborers, right? Yeah. So like, and also I like from the skinny side of the Eastern Europe, like so. Yeah, I come from farmers, but I don't. It's a different kind of labor. Yeah, my brother is doesn't have like the body that I have exactly, but my mom is thin, and my grandfather. There's a certain type of person in my family, and I got the body where it's just like if you don't eat a lot of sugar, you're going to end up wiry. Right. I'm hungry now. Me too. Yeah, so am I. I'm going to go eat starving. You know what's going to happen? I'm not going to get fat. Ha ha. 
<laughs> That's as good a place for me to end as any. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're done. Uh, so many of our podcasts, by the way, end with us talking about some kind of food and then we all decide we're hungry and we go that's a wrap yeah <laughs> i mean i like more than 10 have ended that way really last week ended that way yeah where we were we were both dead set on getting i was ben gonna, and jerry we were each gonna go yeah. get some form of ice cream and then we're like we go the podcast is over yeah did you end up doing it no me neither yeah. <laughs> i did do it the the next day or the day after i went to ride aid and got thrifty's ice cream oh good for you and it was fucking awesome i got mint chip at the bottom of the cup okay chocolate malted crunch on the top okay good yeah because i wanted i couldn't decide do i want to end with mint chip it's tough or the other way okay and it was uh 250 for two scoops okay still reasonable which is not crazy um but creeping up there basket robbins is like five bucks yeah two scoops and a waffle cone is like five bucks yeah it was like a little high but dude it's just so fucking good times are tough now, we were going to end the episode, but David just walked off and went to the restroom. We don't need him to end. So, <laughs> well, we kind of do. We want him to like plug whatever he wants one last time. Uh, we, what's his? Uh, Until I Lose Interest podcast. Yeah. Um, he's 18 episodes in. It's available on iTunes. Well, it's available on more than just iTunes. You can yeah. get it wherever podcasts are found, pretty much. But where you want to subscribe is on iTunes. Uh, the format is David will have an interesting guest on to tell stories, usually like a specific, you know, theme, I guess. And they'll tell like some stories about their life. Right. Um, he's had some, I've listened to a few. There's, there's some good ones. Um, and he's just good at getting stories out of people and information. Also, out of people. you there can he is. find him on Twitter. So pick up where I just left off at this David Taylor. Did you cancel the other also, David Taylor Twitter? Uh, yes. Okay, and July 22nd, written word show at the Comedy Store. There you go. Uh, everybody should come. We're going to have people, writ- pieces written by, for, and about comedians. Bobby Lee's going to read from his first notebook in comedy. Awesome. Oh, wow. And Stephen Azizi is going to read Yelp reviews from the Comedy Store website. Oh, he's in town. Oh, great. He's in town. Oh, he's nice. going to do it. I'm going to write a piece. Uh, Daily Hager's going to do it. We might have a celebrity special guest, although that's touch and go. We'll see. Okay. It's going to be a great show. Also, Tom Sharp is a confirmed. Nice. Tom Sharp is fucking tremendous. So yeah. July 22nd, Belly Room. What time? 8 o'clock. I think, $5. I think I'm going to come to that. Yes. Yeah, $5 a show, but I'll tell you what, if the people tweet at me, I'll see if I get on the guest list because I don't care. Okay. But uh, <laughs> nice. it should be a good show. But And also download my podcast. It's tremendous. And this is the first one of these, the written the show. The first written show, and future ones are going to have more guests that are names, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll see what we can do. That's great. Uh, cool. Thank you for doing this. Did you have fun? I did. I really did. Talking about the truth, and now I'm going to go truth. food. <laughs> Very excited. Okay. Uh, that's it, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. Follow David on Twitter. Subscribe to his podcast. Listen to it. Let us and him know what you thought of this and everything else. Thank you. See you next week.